everyone. Welcome on into the 160th episode of the Fake Nerd Podcast, where today we're going to be talking about... Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> truth. No, we're actually going to be talking about um, this past uh, summer movie season. I am Ben Magnet, along Maybe. with my three awesome bro. Yeah, my three awesome bro friends: Brandon T. McClure, Sparks Witty, and of course Ryan Eliopoulos, who is apparently a father now to oh, a beautiful black kitty. I am a father now. I'm making a joke at work. You guys like? Do you guys want to see? This is before I knew it was a girl. I was like, do you want to see my son? I was like, Ryan, you're a father. <laughs> and I'm like, well, it's very recent. And then I pull up the little kitty cat. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's like, oh, you jokester. And I'm like, I'm never having children. Every time. Every, <laughs> every time. Every time I see you post a picture of that cute little adorable cat, I'm like, I want yeah, one uh, I've had the hawks pox pretty bad, but it's yeah, kind of turned into like a kitty plague. Like it's transitioned from what the cat, cat pox? pox? Mm, no, no, it doesn't sound as good. Cat, I don't cat know if I fever. Cox pox? Cox pox. <laughs> well, I I'll take my, it. I guess my joke just went over all your. No, I heard it. it's cat scratch fever. Cat scratch fever. Yeah. I'm sorry, Ted Nugent. Mm. Cox pox was better. That one's okay. that one's yeah. dirtier. So I that one is it. dirtier. Audience, weigh in. Just tweet us yes or no. Call the number at the bottom of the screen. There's no cat. Did you look? On the video, <laughs> on the video, the number on the bottom of the screen. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, these are going on YouTube. Shit, there can't be a number up there. Hell yeah, it's going to be a rejection uh, hotline. Boy. <laughs> I'm now I'm going to make them call that no. guy from Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. Oh. The Russian guy. Make it that number, yeah. 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 Oh, That'd be great. Fake nerd watch, guys. Oh, wow. This derailed quickly. Hi. That's, yes, that's normal. Hi, I think. everyone. Yes, Hi. yes, it did. Hey, guys, what'd you guys do this week? I could, I'll could. i tell you exactly what I did. I worked and played a whole crap ton of Fire Emblem. That's all I did. That's all you did? Cool. Yeah. All? Okay. Tell me one th- cool thing about Fire Emblem real quick. Oh, my God. Didu is great. Who? Didu. But Didu. Yeah, we talked about it. I've heard this quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah, Didu is... I mean, Fire Emblem is great. The game itself is great. Didu is awesome. He's like my super heavy tank now. And... God, what else? I just recruited a girl from another house to go into my class. So it's like, ha-ha, yes. A plague on both your houses. The cap. Yeah. What? The Captain America. Oh, you just noticed. Oh, okay. Brandon's noticing a Funko. Oh, yeah. lots of Funkos. Uh, whenever you keep saying do do, yeah, uh, there's a song in Gallivant in the second season mm. called do 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 do. Uh huh. That's all I think about. Look in oh. Fire Emblem, every day is Dudu's day. Dude, they need a new do-do. calendar. How do they get they really done? Do. Same day every day. Oh my well, god. Well, Christ hasn't died yet, so time hasn't started. Oh, you're right. <laughs> what are the dinosaurs doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about my week, guys. I took a week off of work. And I barely left the house. It was incredible. <laughs> it was so nice. I'm on my feet so much all the time, and it was nice to just be super lazy. And I played more video games this week than I've played in my entire life. So first, I played Gears of War 4 with my man Sparks here. That's true. We that game's this. pretty fun, right? It was fun. Uh, not a lot of characterization, I would say, with the new characters. Not a whole bunch. I mean, you know, uh, weirdly, so would you agree that that James is supposed to be the main character of Gears JD? of War 4? Yeah. I think, like I, I think son. he's supposed to be like like he's the guy on the cover. Yeah. He's the guy they marketed for. Yeah, but really, Kate is the main character of yeah. Gears of War Four, and except we know she's not. But she's she the main, is. Uh, she's the main character of Gears Five because she has the most characterization in Gears of War Four, even yeah. though she's not the main character. Yes, uh, uh, it's, which it's, is weird. It's a very mysterious game. Like we're almost at the end, but there's still a lot of questions, which I think it's like it's like if you went to the original Gears of War games, and then uh, like Marcus is clearly like your main dude, except there's Cole. 
the Coltrane with his Coltrane, like, baby. with like a super intense character arc throughout the game, which didn't happen. But I'm saying that's what it's like. Yeah. And you're like, wait, like I thought this character. was about Marcus, and it's like, no, it's Cole. Cole's got like the deep actual character growth going on in this game, and that's kind of the situation with Kate and Gears well, I mean, uh, which is it's not very deep, but she has the most character. Yeah. Uh, growing over the pro, because like they they keep hinting at things about how she's different from everyone else because of where she grew up. And I really I really like the world that they built. Because like, uh, have you guys played the Gears of War games before, Brandon? I played the first one with uh, with Sparks when he got uh, cool. Okay, um, so but anyway, it's I'm the, a Gears slut. Yes, yeah, same. I play with everybody. Same. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah. Uh, I just play by myself because I'm I'm a dirty boy. I don't know. Uh, so the the games <laughs> the are about the wrong. Right? The Bible. I whatever the Bible. Uh, so the the game uh, Gears of War is about the Cogs, a coalition of order governments, and they're like the good guys and they're in Gears 4 they're the bad guys and that's a really cool twist on the game and you're fighting like they're sentinel AA robots and they stuff kind, they kind of implied a little bit when you were getting towards the end of 3 that's yes. like hey may, maybe the cogs are, are actually really terrible but yeah. like you know the locusts are worse so yeah. whatever but now it's straight up like they're the bad guys and they're hunting you yeah down. yeah yeah um, but yeah that game's fun uh, we'll probably beat it soon yeah, we're, uh, we're we, close we to also end. played a spooky game. I don't know if we want to talk about that. Uh, we we won't name the title. We played a spooky game. Yeah. We'll talk more about it later because we're releasing it later this month for, and all the way through October for spooky games for month. Basement Arcade. Hell yeah! yeah. You, uh, you told me what it was. I'm very excited to watch that myself. Yeah, it yeah. was. Um, uh, we'll we'll definitely talk more about it when that's releasing on base. It was uh, worth on playing. Basement Arcade in tandem. We'll talk about it here. Um, but it. It has flaws, but overall is is a I think solid, it ends very a strong. solid way to entertain yourself. Yeah, it, it definitely ends. Strong. Would you say that it's charming, but in a clumsy sort of way? <sighs> I've seen that quote a lot. No, no, week. it's just glitchy. Yeah, it's a bu- uh, it's a budget game that's glitchy. <laughs> there, there's definitely this lull in the middle that that I argue there's a section that I honestly just didn't need. You can cut it out. Um, cut it out. But uh, overall, overall. I, I wasn't upset that we spent the time playing yeah. it. Cool. Um, let's see. I play a little bit of Minecraft because I was just feeling creative. Uh, I play that for a couple hours every day this week. Um, I beat Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. Uh, that's a that's a that's a fun game. Uh, I keep <laughs> saying fun. Um, it adds one really really cool thing that's not in any of the comics that I'm just going to tell you now because uh, it's not really like a spoiler. It's just a part of the game. Uh, so you know the Infinity Gauntlet. It's just like a gauntlet, right? Well. Yeah. Uh, it, there's an idea of what if there's the Infinity Armor set, and the gauntlet was just one piece of it that nobody really realized was part of a whole set. So you use the gauntlet uh, as part of this huge armor set, and it makes you, like, super god. And I'm like, that's a cool, neat idea. And Thanos only chose the gauntlet because he knew he couldn't contain that power. Do you remember... That's pretty cool. It is a neat idea. Do you remember... Uh, when was the gar- when was the thing on the Guardians? Bendis? Yeah. Okay. Remember, years ago. Remember uh, the first issue of that with Venom and the thing and, and all them? Uh, he, uh, they they get a package of like what the, what could this be? And he's like, well, let's, the thing was like, let's not open. It's like, what? Why? Well, you don't know what it is. Why? Well, there's an Infinity Gauntlet, right? Yeah. So what happened to the rest of the armor? Oh, they actually say, oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. Okay, cool. That was a line of dialogue in that in that comic. Oh, book. right on. Okay. And then they all get scared of the box. It's kind of funny. Uh, that's awesome, but so yeah, maybe they took from that. That's awesome. Yeah, it is a really cool idea. And Thanos was like, "I knew I, I even I can use all of that power, so that's why I only use the gauntlet." I'm like, "That's a pretty cool idea. Yeah. Uh, I would love to actually see that in the in the comics a lot more." Um, that's the one like cool thing, new aspect to the comics. I, th- this game I think brought. probably, I think with with that mention from Guardians, it's kind of like a throwaway gag. Yeah. Um, and now this, if this proves to be popular, I think it's yeah. a uh, shoe in. Yeah. Uh, so I beat be cool. that. Um, and then uh, I watched My Hero Academia. That's true. Sparks, and we finished season two. That is uh, one hell of an anime, my mans. I love that anime. 
Uh, of course, it's about superheroes and it's very X Men like, but um, just the characters are really fun. Uh, great animation, great villains. Who's your uh, favorite? Um, oof, I really like Mister Cement, <laughs> <laughs> and I like uh, the black hole lady. Uh-huh. She has a black hole oh, with, yeah. with her finger. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That's super crazy and weird, and it's really unique ideas. Um, like a dude has like jets coming out of his legs. Like oh yeah, Igenium. Yeah, uh, a lot of really I, I like him a lot. Unique, unique ideas I like. Todoroki is my favorite. Oh, yeah, I love Deku. I, see why. I love Deku, but Todoroki's my man. Yeah, I feel you. Nice. That makes sense. Yep. That, that was that was my week. Also, we played. Uh, uh, we did some stuff for basement arcade. We did do more basement arcade stuff. That is right, Ben. Yes. That yes, is Sonic Mania is uh, hedging along. Nice. Hedgehog. Uh, along. Uh-huh. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so uh-huh. good. <laughs> <laughs> Sparkle uh-huh. sparks. Uh. All the things Ryan said. Yes. <laughs> um, I also went to school. <laughs> uh, How's for, school going? It's good um, because I'm in like film studies classes. I've had to watch a few movies. Um, I watched one in particular that I'll talk a little bit about called A Zed and Two Knots. And I'm really only going to talk about it because um, it's super bizarre and I'd never ever heard of it. And it's a uh, UK film. And the score is the weirdest part to me because basically the score is just four tracks over and over again um and you 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 like get to know the melodies really fast uh but they they like match they're chosen for certain moments throughout the film and you just get those four essentially four tracks um and there's not a lot of variation from that and it's just a really interesting approach to score it reminded me a lot of like halloween the original but if there was more than just the like stalking the, the stalking song the like uh the Dun dun dun! Bom. When he's just walking around town, like the you, you know, uh, before it gets to the intense theme, and there's kind of just those two in John Carpenter's Halloween for the most part. It's kind of like that, and I was like, this is a, it's just a weird approach to a movie. And I, then the uh, movie itself, the plot was super bizarre. I I went up and down the stairs uh, as you were watching it, and I saw a lot of bugs. <laughs> yep, a lot of bugs. Uh, there's there's uh, there's one track that is solely used for whenever it is showing. Uh, the this is something that happens multiple times throughout the film. It is showing the fast tr- uh, motion decay of an animal. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, and there is a track that is just specifically only for that section, whenever that happens in the movie, and that happens like I'm not exaggerating, like ten times. Wow! I think the title is also super dope. Zed and Zed and two knots, and it stands for zoo. Because all this takes place around a zoo. Zed and two knots. Yeah, it's an odd film. I just found out about Mr. Hands. Mr. Hands. Is that the dirty one? Yeah. Oh, no, oh, Brandon, yeah. we cannot no, no. go down this hole. <laughs> Can't do this. That's, I, was, oh. I was listening to... Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. I was listening to Do Go On, great yes. Australian yeah, yeah. podcast, and they did a thing about uh, dumb deaths. Mm-hmm. And so they talked about one guy who jumped off of... Oh, boy. Who jumped off of... Uh, who jumped off of Niagara Falls. Yep. Uh, by the way, that one, 15,000 people jumped off of Niagara Falls. Before they made it illegal to jump off Niagara Falls. Wow. <laughs> that seems like 14,999 way too many. Yeah. And then they, and then they were, the, the question on the second one was, um, what happened to make something, you know, what, illegal? We cannot talk about this. In Brandon. 2006. <laughs> Listen, this is like seriously like two girls, one cup territory. Like the worst videos you watch as a teenager stuff. Like I've seen the Mr. Hands video. I never need to see it. I don't need, I don't need to. But there's a documentary called Zoo. Yeah. About, oh. about this. Oh, boy. Um, Listen, guys, be friends with animals. That's all. That's all I'm saying. 
And then well, the third one was um, uh, the Niagara Falls one. The, that's I don't remember the third one, but they're all really funny. I, I highly recommend that episode. Uh, dumb uh, deaths. Uh, do go dumb, on. Dumb, dumb deaths. So do go on. Uh, good stuff. Yeah. That was Zed uh, and Two yeah. Knots. Zed and Two Knots is... Uh, Knots, sorry. It's interesting because it, it brings in a lot of... Um, it uses the theme and setup of its film to kind of explore like human relationships with animals and the way that they can mistreat them and then kind of the way that human beings can, can mistreat each other in just a similar fashion is really bizarre film. Good, but but really weird. I'm into it. Uh, I don't know that I did anything else. You oh, I went to Disneyland with you. you. I went to Disneyland. I didn't do anything that was by myself, guys, other than school mm-hmm. or work. Or I was always with Ryan, else? or I was always with Brandon. Heck yeah. Huh? So, or something else. What? Alone? No. That oh right. my. What? What? No, this is for After Dark, guys. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, yeah, we went to Disneyland. Yeah, we that did. That was fun. Uh, I love being an annual pass member holder. because Pass member holder? Yeah, that's sure. Uh-huh. Because I could just go to Disneyland. You hold pass members, yes, I understand. Too. And Because uh, I can just go to Disneyland with you, and we could just eat everything. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Instead of going on any rides. We ate too much food. Yeah, <laughs> at the end of the night, at the end of the night, uh, we were like, "Do you do you like do you still want Earl the sandwich?" Because I really like that. I really like that place. Mm-hmm. And I just and I said, "You know, everybody's I mean, tired. Everybody's so ready to go home." <laughs> and Brandon's like, "I really want a hot sandwich." No. So what happened first was <laughs> so what happened first was like, uh, "I've eaten too much," and then we keep walking, and Sparks is like, "Are you sure?" And I was like, "I really want a hot sandwich." Wow, pinning on me like it's my fault. <laughs> and it's like. I, I was like, I really want a hot sandwich, and I was like, okay, let's go to Earl's sandwich. And then, uh, and then Sparks was like, I thought you said you weren't hungry. He's like, No, I said I ate too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can eat more. Though. We we realized yesterday that Brandon's not a foodie, but he is a hungry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He'll always eat. He doesn't want to eat a lot of like extravagant things. See, but Disneyland he just like, always wants to eat. Disneyland is like all just like the really like best like it's expensive stuff, we but it's all like the best stuff. We had a chocolate chip cookie s- shot. Yeah, with like chocolate milk. It's, in it. it's oh so yeah, you, I've yeah, seen that before. A yes. Chocolate chip cookie shot glass. That's adorable. It's not in Disney in the in the parks that you had to go to the Grand Californian Hotel. And that's okay. where we went to get it. Yeah, that's where I posted. If you guys know the, uh, if you guys saw the picture on my Instagram, D- Disney World, Disney World, yeah. Disney World. Um, which Did you go to? You yeah, tagged you tag some other dude in that. Oh yeah. Have you been to Galaxy's Edge yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah we, walk, we walk through it. Yeah. Okay. yeah, they've restocked it for anybody who cares. Like at Galaxy's Edge, they've restocked a whole lot of the merchandise that hasn't been there since the reservations. Um, and one of those is Sabak, the with game, the card dice game. with mm. with dice and cards. Uh, so that was restocked. So I now have a copy of Sabak. Nice. Sweet. Maybe more. <laughs> oh, <laughs> who knows? Do they do they bring back the green lightsabers? Not to my knowledge. Damn. As I, I mean, like I can't know that without like hearing it from a cast member or going in there myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not going to pay to go in there right now. So um, yeah. I haven't heard anything about that All from right. anybody. All right. Um, yeah, so we went to Disneyland together, ate a bunch of stuff, did the Millennium Falcon ride, um, and then... Do, do, do. That's the only ride we did. Yeah. What was the other food we ate? Because we ate lots. some of the other specific stuff. No, we ate lots. Um, I can't, I couldn't even. We got one of the new mint juleps, uh, <coughs> there was a, uh, a, a boba, uh, uh, um... Oh, the green lemonade, apple spell lemonade. Yeah, mm-hmm. that put mm-hmm. a spell on you. You had cake, a lot of Halloweeny stuff. Yeah, I had the 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 wedding cake that seemed to like the bride from Haunted Mansion. Ooh, yeah. nice, cool stuff at Disneyland right now. Um, Did you do anything else this week? Yeah, I uh, I had a really shit week. Oh, okay. Just, uh, uh, just in general, just work depression was kicking my ass. Like mm-hmm. it was r- it was rough. Um, 
Oh, I finished Voltron Season 2. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was like, what else did I do this week? I know I did other things. Voltron Season 2. Voltron Season 2. Um, but I did I did go see a couple movies. I saw the I saw Hustle. Mm-hmm. Not The Hustle. Uh, so Hustlers? Hustlers. Hustlers. Thank you. I saw Hustlers with Jennifer Lopez and Candace, Constance Wu. Mm-hmm. Uh, Constance, Constance Wu is great. Uh, if you guys saw Crazy Rich Asians, she's the main character in that one. Uh, she's great there. She's great here. Uh, Hustle has a really shit trailer. <coughs> I like that trailer. Uh, Hustlers. I, I hated it. I did Hustlers. Thank you. I hated it. I didn't want to see it. I don't like Jennifer Lopez. I'm I'm good. And Jay then Jenny from the block. The reviews, high nineties. Mm-hmm. And I was like, geez, what? All right. So we went to see it. And it's really good. Oh yeah. Like part big short part Ocean's Eight. It's a great movie. It's legitimately a great movie. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I definitely want to see it. You and I watched something else. I just realized, Ryan. Did we? Yeah, we watched some Love, Death, and Robots. Oh, we did. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, I still need to watch that. That's a. Yeah. That's a. We're not. We're not. We didn't finish it, but we watched a whole like hand chunk of episodes. I mean, every episode's nice. like five to ten minutes long, right? Like, it's like uh, they're like seventeen minutes. Dude, we watched one that was like five minutes long. They're all around seventeen minutes. Are they really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's weird. I felt like there was one that was like like an advertisement, and I was like, I was over. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, they they're so good. They fly by. How about that? There you yeah, go. I should check those out. They're good. So I saw so Hustlers. Uh, Brittany runs a marathon. Did uh, you win? I'm not gonna say. Good. Spoilers. Good. Uh, really good. Really good. It's only about it's only an hour forty three, but it feels longer. Uh, it's pretty slow, but it's still good uplifting film about a running movie that's slow. <laughs> <laughs> run, fat boy, run. Remember that one? I that's do. I do remember that movie. Um, yeah. And so it's like you know. Got some really good stuff in that one. Really heartwarming stuff ab- about like uh, how she sees herself and how other how she feels other people see her. Who's the lady? Thinking. I don't know her name. Mm. I'll be honest. I've, I think I've only seen her in this Brittany. movie. It's, oh. al- it's also based on a main character on a true true story. Okay, which I didn't know. Um, uh, I also read. I finished reading Hawkman. Uh, I had one more arc. It was the Shadow Thief arc, which is Year of the Villain, where. Uh, Hawkman's getting a rough year and you're in the villain because he's also dark multiverse. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Shadow Thief was upgraded by Apex Lex to uh, be able to ha- to be able to now control shadows and he like steals Hawkman's shadow. Hmm. And so Hawkman is kind of disoriented because he doesn't have a shadow. And the and he goes to Shade, uh, who's the, the changing man. Yeah, uh, who has the top hat mm-hmm. and the and the cane. Mm-hmm. And uh, who hasn't been seen since the New Fifty Two early days, New Fifty Two, and he goes and he and he he goes to him. He's like, "I need your help." Uh, and Shade's like, uh, "Wait, there's something wrong about you." Because he like passed out. And he's like, and he opens the curtains, reveals sunlight. He's like, "Oh no, he stole your shadow." And they run into this room that's completely bright, no shadows, one square room with no shadows. And he's like, "I just come in here in case I, in case anyone wants my shadow or something like this." And then he starts choking. Oh, and he just goes, "Huh, that's clever," and the shadow thief comes out of his mouth mm-hmm. because the shadow thief used the shadow that was created by him talking Smart. to travel into that room because the sh- because Shade was like, "I didn't expect that I'd be talking if I was in here." Yeah, it's so cool, and then he steals Shade's shadow. What issue is Hawkman up to now? Like twelve, seventeen? I think. Jesus, Louise. Yeah, it's up. It's up there. I'm glad I could have swore that book would have been canceled by now. Me too. It's that's really awesome. good. I'm really shocked it's good. Right on. One of my favorite reads every week. Cool. And I also caught up on Venom, speaking of favorite we- reads every week. Mm-hmm. Went through Absolute Carnage number two. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I also read the they put up a True Believers one dollar issue of Mind Bomb. Yeah, I read that. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, I read that on Marvel Unlimited. Yeah, and I'm really glad I bought that because Absolute Carnage calls back to it a lot. Mm -hmm. I think that that's a really sadistic, messed up comic. It was so cool to read. Uh, It's cool that it's a dollar. Yeah. Because everyone should read that book. Yeah. And then uh, Absolute Carnage is just, I mean, you guys all know, it's Donny Cates. Book's great. It looks great. Looks great. Stegman already did great work on Venom, but like, he's like up on the ante with this book. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he goes to find he goes to find Spider Man, in Tony Case loves writing Spider Man. Writes one of the best Spider Mans I've ever read. Uh, my my limited reading. I was gonna say you need to read more Spider Man. I know, but <laughs> yeah. Donny Case Spider Man's real good. Yeah. Um, yeah, his dialogue is just so natural and so realistic, and it's yeah, great great stuff. Loved it a lot. Uh, and that was pretty much all I did. I read a shit ton of X Men books on uh, Marvel Unlimited because I was like, oh, this is this is Huxbox related. This is Huxbox related. It's really cool. Nice. That's all. Uh, we have a Huxbox episode coming up. Little tease. Mm, whenever the last f- 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 eight issues come Second out, second yeah. week of October. Oh wow! Oh, it's it's coming up. All right. Heck yeah, baby. Yeah. Um, all right. Should we get into our main topic then? Lord willing, we'll have a filming space by the time we do that. Lord willing. Yeah. Lord yeah. willing. Uh, should we get into the main topic? Do Bill Lord. Don't you mean bread and butter? Main, bread and butter. Jesus. The main topic of the bread and butter. Yeah. <laughs> Pretend I meant that. And here's your bread and your butter. Here's your bread and butter. Hey, okay, not in my ear, thank you. All right, then to start off, we have some bad news. Did we do? The death of an icon. Oh, no. Movie pass. Oh, you got me, bro. Oh, you <laughs> son of a bitch. I was like, man, this is a weekly thing for us now. <laughs> <laughs> Movie pass is officially dead. It's been dead in my heart for years. <laughs> They shut down in July because they still had subscribers, I guess. Yeah. And they shut down in July and uh, uh, because they were like, we're going to try and restructure and make money off of this thing. And they were like, well, we can't figure it out. It's gone. Yeah. Movie I'm not surprised. Gone forever. Goodbye, Movie Pass. It's just, I'm but su- not quite gone yet. No. Because <laughs> there's still enough people uh, uh, who like just forget they have a membership. No. I'm definitely one of those people. No, that's not. Bruce Willis has a three-picture deal. With Movie Pass, I think one of them is already definitely one of them came is out. coming out in two weeks. Oh shit! Yep, <laughs> I know. Weeks. I knew that first one already came with out. With poor, poor Michael Chiklis. This is the first <sighs> one, by the way. He this needs. He needs to get paid, man. He'll do whatever. This is. This is ten minutes gone. Man, it has a release date of September twenty seventh. Uh, it ten is minutes, more like an hour and a half of my life. <laughs> it is. It is funded by Movie Pass. Oh, man. Wow, man! A year ago, they were they were riding so high. They so were. Man. Their fall was historic. Man. That was I, great. I mean, there three million subscribers at one time in their heyday, and then they were like, "Oh no, you can't go see big movies." And then Avengers came out. It was Infinity War yeah. came out because yeah. that was that's when I got mine. And I was uh-huh. like, "Oh, you can't see Infinity War more than once." And yeah. I'm like, "That's why I got it, my man." <laughs> and then and then they were like, "Yeah, you can't see movies more than once." And then they were like, "Okay, we'll have surge pricing so we get more you money." Can't, you can't go to big studio films, just small. Once they films. started charging you more to go to see movies, I was like, "What's, what's the, the point? point? Of, I can go to see a regular movie now." Yeah, it's like there's yeah. no point. And it, like, like Spark said, like they stopped you from going to see big blockbusters. Like, it was insane what happened. And then the tier planning, yeah, which was, and then the fact that they were stealing money from yeah. their subscribers. And then uh, like AMC. Did their own thing, AMC yeah. A list, like, and I know that's definitely the most successful one, but there are other ones too. That Cinem- Cinemark, Cinemark, Cinemark yeah. Cinemovie Rewards. Uh, Gerard Butler told us all about that one. <laughs> yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Regal has one. Yeah, 
Uh, I feel like the every draft house has one. Actually. Yeah, I mean, yeah, hell, Harkins has one. I'm part of the Harkins Rewards program. Yeah, but it's, uh, yeah. Underneath uh, hell, there is the cave, and underneath the cave is Gerard Butler having to tell us about <laughs> Cinemark movie rewards. <laughs> Man, that's still the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> uh, so, like, here's the thing, though: the Movie Pass model was a good idea. It was a a way a way to give you uh, access to movies at an affordable price. That is how you save the theater industry. Yeah. Uh, they were kind of like Netflix. Like, they were the first big one. Yeah. So I'm sure there will be another one that's not just movie-specific. Some person they, will figure out a way to do it. Yeah, I think they. Fi- I, I think the, the chains have figured out how to do it for their own. Yeah. But if you put them all together, make something like that, like a MoviePass thing, I think it could work. You just can't be as cocky as MoviePass was. Yeah. Because MoviePass, they lowered their price to $10 a month and then asked the theaters... Hey, will you play ball with us? We'll save your ass. Yeah. They should have gone to the theaters first. How can we make this work? What's the best way to make this work? And then did the price drop. And now they did. Now they're dead. Goodbye, Movie Pass. Man, I remember when you guys, especially you, Brian, you were like, Ben, you should totally get Movie Pass. This is great. They I'm like, say, they sing, almost single handedly saved the movie theater yeah. industry. Yeah, you were telling me how great Movie Pass was. Even my friend Blondie was telling me I should have gotten Movie Pass. And then. It was pretty great. It was. And then right when I was about to get it, the news started coming about coming out about the surge pricing, all the other bullshit. I'm like, mm, maybe I shouldn't. Yeah. And then it was just downhill from there. And it helps when Sparks and I live next to a four dollar movie theater. Yeah, that's true. We are five minutes away from a four dollar movie theater. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty you, nice. You guys got really lucky with that. We did. Like, we AMC did. A list is my kind of luck. I love it. I mean, did, uh, bless you. If there was a, if I'm there sorry. was an AMC that close, I would definitely buy it because I would go yeah. see multiple movies a week. Yeah. 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 The closest AMC to us is the one in Ontario. Yeah, I still it's a drive. I, I still make the extra five minute drive out to Harkins because that one's pretty cheap. It's not as cheap as a four dollar theater. Mean, Harkins but is a good theater though. Yeah, yeah, I mean, also Fanny, she loves going to Harkins. I just I, like convenience, I, baby. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. What she I said. mean, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that four dollar theater is great for 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 movies. It's just we got I options mean, the, around the here. Thing, the thing is, audiences clearly want an affordable way to see movies. Yep. Theaters yeah. can't. Su- theaters alone cannot supply them because of how because of the percentage that studios require of them to send them. That's why popcorn is nine dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly why. So, that that third party help is needed, and it did prove that this that there's a market for it. Just gotta perfect it. Yeah, some someone will figure it out eventually. I hope so. Yeah, <coughs> I hope so. Uh, moving on. Step up, Bob Iger. Cool. He he oh. just he just left. He just left uh, the company. Yeah, Apple. well, it, he'll yeah. he'll leave Disney now. He can uh, now he can fix He's it. He's running yeah. for president. No, no, no. He's running to fix all of the film industry. <laughs> Just keep buying IP. Just keep that's buying IP. That's the idea. That's, that's it. <laughs> what works for me Bob's will work for you. Mm-hmm. Bob Iger's not going to run for president. Nobody would he vote for him. He wants to. I'm sure he does, but he's not going to. I want a lot of things. It's not going to happen, though. He's not. <laughs> Half the Democratic candidates right now are like, I'm here because I just think it'd be cool. They're <laughs> <laughs> not going to make it. All right. Here we go. Some comics news. We love comics here. We sure do. Uh, let's talk about incoming. <laughs> Nerds. In- oh, we're finally going to talk about it? Let's talk about incoming. Finally. Uh, so it, this was teased at, uh, d- at D23. Yeah. This was the, the Somebody here sent a picture to the others. I don't know who that it's was. probably Sparks, me. it was you. Oh, it was me. Oh, was it you? <laughs> it was me. Nice. He Good was job. in the panel. I was in the panel. Incoming. Um, so incoming is Marvel's next event. They yeah. posted a picture and they were like, that's the thing. That's literally how they did it. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> the, it's not the thing. It's the next event. Uh, they've been teasing like puzzle pieces. 
They, they even teased Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance. Sure, they sure did. <laughs> um, it's the it's a better alliance because it's Xavier, Apocalypse, and Magneto. So uh, rad, eat, eat that, baby. Radical. Um, and then they finally released an image. This is going to be a murder mystery in the Marvel Universe. <sighs> murder mysteries work Because really they just well. did this with Original Sin like a couple years ago. Oh, my man. They gotcha. killed Nick Fury. Uh, so, as we all know... Sounds like these heroes are in crisis. Yikes. <laughs> it's more like an identity crisis, I think. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. As you all know, Burner Mysteries do very well for the comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, audiences love them. Who done it? Uh, critics love them. They are universally... No, I'm bullshitting. Oh, they are almost oh, universally hated. Yeah. Original Sin wasn't terrible, but like it's... Uh, no, I don't want it. People remember the end of Original Sin more fondly than the story. Well, it, without... Again, that's a Jason Aaron joint. Um, yeah. Without that, we wouldn't have Unworthy Thor, exactly. which is like the best. Like that's why we got Jane Foster. Yeah. So if anything, that's the best thing that could have happened from that comic. Oh yeah. So yeah. So notoriously murder mysteries or whatever. But here, so here's the description. It brings together the heroes of the Marvel universe in the search for a killer, but no one can imagine where the trail will lead or how it will affect everyone in 2020 and beyond. Yep. The image has a bloodied hand in the foreground. Uh, with a bunch of heroes. Yeah, they've released a bunch of different uh, teaser teaser posters. Yeah, uh, Patrick Gleason, by the way. Mm-hmm. Loving that Gleason art. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. This reminds me a lot of when the Maker was introduced in the Ultimate Universe. Yeah. yeah. The imagery that they're trying to invoke. Because you would see a, a, a lot of characters looking directly at the person. Or really at you. Who is it? And they're like, shock and awe. And like, oh my god, it's this? Yeah. So Incoming is going to be uh, written by, should I read the whole list? Because it's a lot because of Because it, it's, it's, read the first four. Al Ewing. Read until Jonathan Hickman. Okay. <laughs> uh, Al Ewing, Dan Slott, Chip Zdarsky, Kelly Thompson, Greg Pak, Eve L. Ewing, yeah. Matt Rosenberg, Ed Brisson. Oh, I thought he was way up there. <laughs> Saladon Ahmed. Yeah. Teeny Howard, Jonathan Hickman, okay. <laughs> Greg Pak, Donny Cates, and Jason Aaron. Yeah, it's everyone at Marvel right now. Yeah, it's a big event book. It's gonna have tie-ins, so everyone's writing everything. It's no, always how this it is. is number one. Oh, it's one of those books then. This, ca- this, these people are number one. Okay, so I think this is like the book that's like kind of like uh, Marvel Legacy. It's like here's a big bunch of stories that's gonna launch into the year. Yes, that's yeah. what it is. Okay, because there are titles coming out of this, uh, yes. like Doctor Strange, Surgeon Supreme. I saw the cover for that. It looks dope. It was Phil Noto yeah, cover. cover. Oh, Surgeon Supreme, baby. This is Mark Wade uh, coming back to. Uh, Doctor Strange. Well, he hasn't left. Uh, so I know none of us are reading Doctor Strange right now. I uh, did. I did while. as well, and I dropped it. Uh, the stuff that's happening right now is incredible. Yeah. I've been catching up with it on Marvel Unlimited. Uh, I might make that a book club, not this week. Yeah. Uh, but it, it got good. Yeah. It got good. Okay. Galactus versus Dor- Dormammu. Because I was kind of like, yeah. I was kind of like, this is good, but it's, it's not great. It gets so much better. Uh-huh. He had to find his footing. I dropped it off at the wrong time. Say then. so did I. All right. Uh, I'm just saying when that happens, you, yeah. you drop off a book and then it gets that's why good. I got. That's why I'm still reading Superman. Somebody <laughs> say. I'm actually debating whether or not to drop Superman. Skip Batman, Superman, do it. Um, yeah, all right. Maybe. I had a wonderful shout out to TK underscore comics for having a wonderful conversation to me about uh, Superman. Heck yeah. Yeah, it was really great. Oh, really? Yeah. See. He, uh, he, he tweeted, he commented on our Instagram. was like, I'm with the guy who says he doesn't, he's not loving Superman. <laughs> so oh. I, was, uh, I tweeted, oh, that's me. And he like DM'd me and talked to me about it. It was really nice. cool. Oh, nice. Really cool. Good, really cool guy from Washington. He's got. Uh, some stuff. I'll link his stuff in the description below. Sweet. It rains there. Uh, that's the only thing you know about Washington? Sure. <laughs> also, <laughs> mm, no, that's it. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was, I was thinking of Oregon. Oregon doesn't have sales tax. Washington, I think, has sales tax. On. Uh, so it's art by Humberto Ro- Ramos, Jim Chung, and more. That's great. Um, so the closing chapter of Marvel's 80th year, 
uh, which will connect the d- the dots of everything that happened in 2019 and propel the narrative into the year that is coming. So it's yeah. also um, oh, Spider Ham is getting a five issue miniseries. Yes. Um, did anyone read Marvel 1000 yet? Not yet. Not okay. Yet. Um, there it goes to. Uh, so it's 80 pages, and every year is a is a, is a page, yeah. which is so it, it's a, it tells a kind of bad linear story throughout the years, but it's cool. Um, but it does bring back a lot of really, really old school characters that they're going to reintroduce with this event as well. Nice, like 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 old pulp characters. Who do you think's dead? I it, it it really bums me out because if you look at all the imagery they released, there's a lot of female characters who aren't there, and I'm like, please don't just kill like one of the random champions. Like, don't kill like Viv Vision or J- or Janna Van Dyne for no reason. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be She Hulk for a second, but then somebody s- pointed it out. No, there's She Hulk, and I'm like, thank oh, God. Oh, good. Thank God. Um. I, I hate these types of books because someone has to die and it's for a plot reason. Yeah. And that person doesn't deserve to die for a plot. And, and you know, in the, in the case of like Heroes in Crisis, like you have to kind of work backwards to figure out how that happened. Yes. And I don't think I don't think Heroes in Crisis nailed the ending because of how Wally did it. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Um, I think that's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so, so you got to pick someone. And it's obvious. It's always going to be a fan favorite because you need to make the sales. Exactly. It needs to be someone who matters. But then, th- then you're killing their book sales yeah. and like for no, just for this one book. Yeah. Like that sucks. And then you know what? They'll end up coming back to life anyway. Yeah. So what does it matter? Uh, so we'll we'll see it in December. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I will say Al Ewing being like the spearhead guy. Um, he's the one doing Immortal Hulk. Uh, so oh, Al, yeah, that. Al Ewing is like a big up and comer. Uh, so I really hope this this is a good book. He, you know, he did a he did a run on Mighty Avengers. Yeah. Uh, that I did not read, and I'm really regretting it. Oh, well, did he also do USA Avengers? Was that him? Yes. I read because yeah, US that Avengers. had yeah that had like the Green Skull, who's like an economy Red Skull. Yeah. Uh, that book was fun. Yeah. yeah Al Ewing was a nice, good he guy. Did that, he did that at the same time he was doing Ultimates. Ultimates, yeah. yeah. Ultimates, so good guys. Yeah. Uh, all right. Comic books, baby. So, uh, new titles spinning off of this: Doctor Strange, Search and Supreme, and the bi- the the Spider Ham. Spider Ham. Uh, all right. So, this is what I'm excited for. By the way, I'm a little sick, so if I sound a little nasally, I apologize. <laughs> um, Year of the Villain, Hell Arisen, which, which Ben, uh, I'm sure Ryan has seen this, but it's meant to be H A, Ha. Hell Arisen. Ha. Oh, it's the that Batman who laughs. Yeah, gotcha. Because it's a it's a story where the Batman who laughs mm-hmm. has is taking his dark multiverse infected heroes, which we now know we now know are Supergirl, Hawkman, Donna Troy, Commissioner Gordon, Gordon, and Blue Shazam. Beetle. Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle. Yeah, Shazam and Blue Beetle. Uh, it's an Evil Justice League. Yeah. Sweet. Oh, uh, by the way, sorry. Solicitations. Doomsday Clock Twelve is solicited for December. What? I'll believe it when it gets to December. <laughs> yep. When that book is in my hands, yeah. I'll believe, I will it. believe if, it. If it's on the stand, I believe it. It's also like f- double page or double size, forty issues, yeah. or forty pages. Oh, so it. if it comes out December, so I'll believe it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So there's. I believe. So it is. It's theoretically is ending, and yeah. there was a uh, Shazam is also solicited for December. Shazam's back. I'm excited. Wasn't is it, it, is it definitely no, the next issue, but it's still canceled? No, this is the resolicit. It is coming. It is, because Shazam wasn't canceled. It was delayed indefinitely. <laughs> what does that mean? I know. What, what does that mean? Yeah, well, we hear delayed indefinitely. We think, oh, so it's done. It's like, no, it's just delayed. Well, to Forever. when? Forever. Right. Forever. And so it looks like now that Doomsday Clock has wrapped up, Jeff is dedicating more time to Shazam. I hope so. Coming back. Uh, so don't make that announcement then, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What are you going to do? Or it's been 14 weeks and we just... You know, <laughs> oh my gosh! Time. Well, I mean, time flies for me. Well, so, hey, yeah. I remember back in May, I closed my eyes. Next thing I knew, it was September. I was like, "What?" Well, I'll wake you up when it's over. That was called a coma, Ben. Oh, <laughs> 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 I 
I guess Ben can't be on the topic today. Ben didn't watch any of the summer Shut movies. Shut up. Apparently. Oh, darn. <laughs> Uh, Just right. I gotta go home and play for more Fire Emblem. <laughs> Year of the Villain is written by James Tinney IV and Steve Epting as the artist. Oh, it's coming to DC, baby. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Uh, so, 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 uh, so the the Batman who laughs takes his dark multiverse infected heroes, and he is going to destroy Perpetua. And the son of Perpetua, Lex Luthor, is going to fight him back. Yes, I'm stoked. What is basically happening was, uh, and uh, James Tinney was talking about it with. He was like. Yeah, me, Joshua Williamson, uh, Jeff Johns with Doomsday Clock, and uh, Scott Snyder have been building this secret story uh, mm-hmm. of, of Year of the Villain leading to the Batman Who Laughs. Like Scott was doing Batman Who Laughs, Justice League. All of them were leading to two things. And then Batman Superman comes out to introduce the proper story that's happening underneath everything. I love it. It's the Batman Who Laughs. I'm so stoked. Yeah. Um. I just, I, again, I love the Dark Knights. So, like, just seeing more evil versions of characters I love. Like, have you seen what evil Jim Gordon looks like? Yeah, he he's got a cool, just like, he looks like a dude with just a cool mask on. Yeah. Like, he's not, like, super bulky. He's just like, yeah, I'm evil Jim Gordon. What he, up? Out of this are coming two, uh, two one-shots. The Infected, The Commissioner, which is Jim Gordon. Mm-hmm. And The Infected, Deathbringer, which is Donna Troy. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and so, The Commissioner one is written by Paul Jenkins. Sweet. Sweet, yeah. Uh, and Jack Ebert. Herbert, sorry. Um, and it's about a hero whose sense of duty and honor is stripped away. A man who has finally given in to his worst impulses, and he might just take the entire city into the darkness with him. Sounds so right. excited. Yeah. I love the Dark Multiverse stuff. I'm so, I'm so stoked with what's happening in Justice League and Batman Superman. Give me more of this. Yeah. So uh, once Hawksbox is over, uh, I need I need more. Oh, wait. No, I'm buying all the X-Men books. Never mind. Yeah. Sorry. All the X-Men books. All the X-Men books. Uh, yeah. I'm excited. Anything you want to add, Sparks? No. No. Benjamin, as you're drinking water? As I'm taking <laughs> a sip of water. No, I'm, I'm stoked. All right. The Dark Knight, The Golden Child. Oh, it's the Eddie Murphy movie. <laughs> a 48-page one-shot. Hmm. The fourth Dark Knight story. This one written by Frank Miller. Brian Azarello wrote the last one, Dark Knight 3, The Master Race. Um, uh, Frank Miller is writing this this 48-page story by uh, as a writer. And a Raphael... Grandpa? Yeah, he's he did Batman uh, Year One Hundred. Uh, uh, that was Paul Pope. Oh, you're right. Oh, you're right. Oh, um, ooh, I, I gotta look something up real quick. <laughs> uh, but his art style is super, super unique and awesome. And yeah, I'm really excited that he's getting a big book like this. But it's Frank Miller. Yeah, it's Frank Miller. Yeah, the the this is the fourth in his Dark Knight series. Um, th- this will be about um. Let's see here. It is Honestly, a- it just still bothers me that it's a Dark Knight series now. Yeah. It's frankly a, it's a living multiverse essentially. Uh-huh. Living yeah. universe. Yeah. Um so Carrie Kelly is going to take full ownership of the of the Batwoman identity, which is kinda cool. And uh she and Lara Kent, the daughter of Superman and Wonder Woman, deal with a new threat to Gotham City and potentially the world. Luckily the pair have a secret weapon, one familiar to current DC comics readers, but which is new to the Dark Knight universe, Jonathan Kent. Mm-hmm. So yeah, John Kent. The art looks really good. Yeah, the the dude the dude's a great artist. Um Maybe Frank Miller will be subdued, but then it's in this universe, so I doubt it. Frank Miller had this to say. The Dark Knight Returns story began with its heroes getting older. Uh, now we're seeing the next generation of heroes in action, and Raphael was the obvious choice for me to usher in these heroes that are vigorous, untested, and loaded with promise. I think that Jonathan Kent in particular will surprise everybody with his unforeseen abilities and, incre- and, po- and impossible mind. Cool. 
So yeah, that's out December 11th. Uh, Black Label. Raphael Grandpa is uh, he's only 27 and uh, he does mostly covers and stuff. So uh, uh, I follow him on Instagram. That's why I know him. Oh, okay. uh, he is not Paul Pope. You're right. Yeah, Paul Pope is not. <laughs> yeah. What's Paul Pope doing recently? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, good artist, Paul Pope, guys. Mm-hmm. Check him out. Tom Taylor's rebooted Suicide Squad. Oh hell yeah, baby. Um, that's super cool. Let me make sure I don't have the Suicide Squad movie, which is later. <laughs> <laughs> um, the art looks real. The art, the cover art looks really good. It's a guy from Injustice. This is a Justice collaborator. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, uh, oh, what was that artist's name? Uh, he has it right there. I, uh, hold on. Uh, the new illustrated by Bruno Redondo. Yep. Um, it's going to feature a uh, roster of both new and returning characters. Harley Quinn, Deadshot, and King Shark are coming back, while Zebra Man. Hell yes. Cavalier. Hell yeah. And another female character with to, uh, will round the cast. Uh, the cast, the his new character named. Uh, Thylacine. Thylacine. She, but she's not on the cover. But we saw art of her. Tom Taylor teased it. Trans, I think? I, I don't know any details about her. Yeah, I, I, th- I heard that somewhere. I could be wrong. Yeah. Uh, don't take that as gospel. Uh, so, yeah, they're going to face a group of super terrorists known as the Revolutionaries, mm-hmm. uh, whose, uh, whose members will end up joining the ranks of Task Force X for all manners of explosive reasons. Basically, Tom Taylor's like, no one's safe. No, yeah, that's I'm absolutely... A rotating roster of characters. It's yeah. it's very it's very funny that this and the new the new Suicide Squad movie are kind of going for this, almost the same idea. Like, yeah. yeah, dude, people are gonna die. That's what this that's what this book used to be about. Yeah, <laughs> like a, a ro- an ever rotating cast. Like the core people didn't die, but the side characters you don't know who's safe. Yeah, and uh, the whole point of it was to wasn't to like beat Superman. No, it was to to take down governments. Yeah, yeah. it was it was their black ops. Yeah, it was black ops that had no that was like hey the step out of line. We uh, we have zero liability. We're fine. We we can just blame it all on them. Yeah, yeah. I'm super stoked for this. This sounds really cool. Harley Quinn is back to the to the title. Um, Tom Taylor writes a great Harley Quinn. So Tom Taylor writes maybe the best, the best. Yeah, Harley yeah. Quinn. Yeah, S- n- uh, second only to Paul Dini. Paul Dini. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think honestly, it's Paul Dini, Tom Taylor, Tom King. I think they all write the best mm, Harley Quinn. I like it. I li- I Heroes in Crisis. I had some problems with it. His Harley Quinn. Oh, uh, as you would say, Chef's Kiss. Chef Kiss, baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I Joker's kiss. I really liked uh, Harley Quinn from that book. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Serpent War, <laughs> which is the new uh, new book. I won't be reading because of serpents. No, I'm kidding. This is the <laughs> new Conan. As long if there's a snake in it, Brandon will not read it. Oh, you know what I did? I just remember you went to Halloween Horror I went Nights. To Halloween Horror Nights. <gasps> oh, how had the how about the spookies? How was uh, it? Fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, the Us Maze yeah. for Jordan Peele's Us. Fantastic. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. That would have been cool. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. It's really great. Um, do, do, they do, the, do. The, the reason why it reminded me of there's a there's a maze. Snake room. Behind it called Pandora's Box. It's an original maze. And there's a snake room, and I did not appreciate that. Oh, okay. oh yeah. That's fair. All right. Uh, Ryan, we need to go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a, there's a killer clowns from outer space maze. What? Yeah. yeah. Damn uh, it. House of a Thousand Corpses, Stranger Things Season 3. Two. Oh, two? Is it, the same, two. is it the same maze w- that we went to, you think, so, Sparks? No, it's a different maze. No, different we maze? went to season one. Oh, did we? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So it's a season They're doing it progressively. So last year was season one. This year will be season two. Got yeah. it. Oh, sweet. So it's season two, but they do have a Star Court Mall <laughs> pop-up. Yeah, that's... Oh, where you could go to get awesome. Scoops Ahoy. Scoops Ahoy. Fan- oh, yeah, fan was, now we have to Yeah, go. Fan was reading up on it because I'm planning to go as, as well this October, and we're like, yeah, we have to go to Star Court. Scoops or we have delicious. to go to Scoops yeah. Ahoy. And, yeah, uh, we need to find a time. Yeah, and where, go to Werewolf versus Frankenstein's Ghostbusters. I did. How's Ghostbusters? Uh, it's a maze. Okay, it's a maze. 
It's a weird. It's weird to do mazes based on. You arguably said it was disappointing when we talked about it. Ghostbusters yeah. isn't scary. It's a comedy. <laughs> yeah, uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Cause I guess kind of the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's a little disappointing. It's short. Uh, it's just kind of like you see characters are just there and they'll be like rawr. Yeah. As you turn a corner, like okay, the push more more imagination like the us maze. Uh, that's their highlight. Or at I least think. the two demon dogs, the gatekeeper and the keymaster, are they there? Uh, they're in it. Yeah, Good. that's all I care about. Um, they built the firehouse. Which goes cool. there, though. Goes Aryan. Uh, yeah, yeah. We got to find out when friend of the podcast Matt might want to come. Oh yeah. yeah, dude. Hell yeah. So sorry to derail. Impromptu that. news. Uh, news thing. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry to derail that. Uh, so yeah, Super War is the Conan the Barbarian uh, crossover with Moon Knight. <laughs> oh boy, you guys. <laughs> Not those. <laughs> those are things I never would have expected to come together. But, uh, you know, the Lord works in mysterious ways. Written by Jim Zub and Scott Eaton and Stephen Segovia. Segovia, not Segovia. Nope. Segovia. It's the brother. That's the wrong one. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is kind of this is kind of. It's not weird. just that. Do you have, like, details about that? I did. You did? Here okay. it is. Okay. Because it. it's not just Conan and it's not just Moon Knight. It's also Robert E. Howard's other uh, fictional works. Uh, Solomon Kane and, and Dark Agnes. And Dark Agnes, yes. And they are uh, like 17th century witch hunters and deal with like demons and stuff. Yeah. So you have Conan the Barbarian, uh, you know, old school barbarians, and then you have like uh, London Victorian gothic stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then Moon Knight's there too, I guess. <laughs> Moon Knight's so weird to include. <laughs> because, well, Egyptian here. mythology, so I assume like some weird demon mummy monster. I don't know. This is a time travel story. Conan's involved and like where did he come from? Jason. Moon- Aaron. <laughs> Wait, is Moon Knight on the Savage Avengers? No. But okay. Conan is. Yeah, Conan is. That's why I was like, well, if they were together on there. Yeah. No. No. no uh, I think it was Ryan. Someone sent us the picture of the cover. Was it you, Ryan? Yeah, it's probably it Ryan. me, yeah. Yeah. You Comics are excellent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw this, this cover. I'm like, oh, hey, there's. What the hell is Moon Knight doing there? Moon yeah. Knight does not fit. No. Um, well, I mean, it's. Uh, well, I mean, really, Conan. No, no, you're right. Of all those, but it's a Marvel book. Finding a giant snake—that's <laughs> Conan's territory. One of but the four. Moon Knight is in the background. One of the four like, characters ah. are Marvel characters. Yeah. But technically, they're all Marvel characters now. But then, but they're all written. They're all created by one guy. Yeah. And Moon Knight. I think just like Jim Zub and and Marvel and Jason Aaron are just like, yo, man, we just really love all that dude shit, and we yeah. have it now. Let's use it. That's exactly what's happening. Yeah. Um, Solomon Kane's cool. I dropped that Conan book because it was a little meandering. Yeah, I did too. But. Uh, Comes a cool concept. Yeah. And I like Moon Knight. Yeah. This is, I think, four issue, two issue miniseries. Um, it's short. A it's short. Mar- uh, Moon Knight annual just came out and it revealed, much like Swamp Thing, he wasn't the first elemental. Ooh. This wasn't the first Moon Knight. There was an 1800s Moon Knight cowboy guy. I love that. Yeah. And he's got like a cool white mask and he has guns. And I'm like, oh, I love you, comic books. Do you think uh, that he knew the 1800s Ghost Rider? Yes. yes. <laughs> Heck uh, yeah. Avengers Carter 18, Slade. Avengers 1800s. Yeah. Carter Slade. Yeah. Moon Knight. Yeah. Let's do that. I, I read it. I yeah. buy it. Dude, yeah. Old Midnight. Yeah. The, the original Midnight Suns. Yeah, you can have a Black Panther. Oh, yeah. You can have an Iron Fist. I'm into it. Well, I don't know. I don't know. The Iron Fist, I don't know why he'd be in 1800s Texas. <laughs> why, is, why is the Iron Fist in 1 million BC? Because the, or- the world's Pangea and it's <laughs> hey all man. connected. Hey, man. Shanghai Noon was able to happen. I'm sure they can find a way. You know what? You're right. In a world Owen Wilson is never wrong. <laughs> in a world where Shanghai Noon happens. You're right. Give me that sequel. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Wonder Woman Dead Earth is a post-apocalyptic uh, Wonder Woman story. Um, yeah. Ri- uh, written and drawn by, War- by Daniel Warren Johnson, mm-hmm. who did a book called Murder Falcon. Yeah, I know Murder Falcon. I bought that book. Yeah, I did too. I'll, I'll, I should read that one. Yeah. Um, this is a black label book for a Shumini series released on December 18th. Um, they just keep throwing more books out there. That's cool. 
Yeah, it's it's cool. This is going to be a, a monthly thing. Also, let me see if I can get to the solicitation. Um, the celebrated creator of Murder Falcon and Extremity, uh, and oh, Extremity's dope. That's a good book too, man. Ooh, an artist of Ghost Fleet, our Lord and Savior Donny Cates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Daniel Warren Johnson brings bold sci-fi chops to his de- DC debut with a harrowing version vision of Wonder Woman unlike anything you've ever seen. Princess Diana of the Mascara left paradise to save man's world from itself when Wonder Woman awakens from a centuries-long sleep to discover the Earth reduced to a nuclear wasteland. It's breath of the wild. She knows she failed. Trapped alone in a grim future, Diana must protect the last human city from titanic monsters and uncovering its secret of this dead <coughs> Earth and how she may be responsible wow, for Wow, this it. is part Breath of the Wild, part Attack Avatar. on Titan. Oh, I was thinking Avatar. Cause <laughs> Adventure Time. Adventure to all the things. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I'm into it. Let's do it. I'll pick up the first issue. I'm down for that. This kind of reminds me of that that one Superman. Someone wanted to do a Superman stor- uh, stor- three-movie story arc where the end would hit be him on... Uh, a desolate earth about to be destroyed by the sun. Oh, is that the J.J. Abrams one? No. that No? It okay. might be the Matthew Vaughn one. Oh, I think it might be. Um, and he holding like the last human being as the earth destroy- is destroyed with him. That's super, uh, not what I want. <laughs> <laughs> super epic though. Yeah, yeah. And it would have been after the third movie. Oh, That's true, yeah. No, because when you were talking about that, it reminded me of the Tom King story in the s- Action 1000. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's a good story. Where he's, where he's on the sun. Yeah. yeah that's well, really well, well story. he's on earth and the sun is exploding. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's visiting John. Uh, he's visiting his parents' graves. Yeah, yeah. he makes the the little crystal figure yeah. for Aww. them. Yeah, that's a that's a good story. That, yeah, it is. That made me cry. All right, moving on. Mm-hmm. Paul Feig is in the news this week. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm into it. I mean, it's Paul Feig. I'm not into it. I know you're not. <laughs> is it Feig or Feig? I think it's Paul I Feig. Don't care. Okay. I think it's Feig. I. Because then you got Kevin Feige in. Oh, his you know what? I think it's Feig because I, I'm pretty sure Joel McHale called him that on that show he did for Netflix. Paul Feig. The Joel McHale show with Joel, McHale, with Joel McHale, produced by Paul Feig. There you go. Yeah, whatever. Uh, he's doing a movie called Dark Army. Yeah, I'm into this. Uh, which is which he intends to write and direct, uh, based on classic Universal monsters. Oh. So this potentially is the second movie in their Dark Universe after Invisible Man. Do you have like a uh, uh, any more than that? That's all. We, that's all we got because he hasn't written it yet. Okay, I thought there was like an idea, like an idea of what like more what it was going to be, but. No, that's it's like a team up. It's like a team up movie with these things. There's if it's Monster Squad, it, it, I got Monster Squad vibes. That's Monster basically. Squad. But if you're going for a a more here's so I don't like uh, Paul Feig. Um, I don't think he's I don't think he's a talented writer. He's not. I don't think he's funny either. I don't want this to be a comedy. Um, well, I mean, didn't he just direct the drama that you liked? Yeah, I did like that, but that wasn't written by him. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it was written by someone else. Um, so, but he could pull it off. I'm not going to write him off here, but if this all is your second MonsterVerse movie, seems uh, kind of big. It seems kind of big to go from the Invisible Man, which is a small Blumhouse film. We don't. Do you we don't know that they're doing a MonsterVerse still. To be fair, I thought th- this article says they are. I I, I mean, think that's a, they could be assuming. I think that's a lot of conjecture yeah. because Universal has not said we're still making a MonsterVerse. I think they're going to do one by one. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking because they they. They have said they were re- th- when they announced the Invisible Man. They said we're revisiting the idea of the Dark Universe. So it's for not sure, bad. for sure. Like I, I think that still exists. I just don't think that this is necessarily part of that. Maybe because yeah. my, my my question is uh, was why 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 keep go for, go for the big like go, why go from Riddick to Chronicles of Riddick or or, or Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman? Yeah, like <laughs> go from why not, why go from Blumhouse to Studio? Yeah, why not keep going Blumhouse? I don't know Blumhouse horror. I, I honestly think we might need 
to know more because yeah. it could be they're talking about universal monsters, but they could just mean like it's a zombie army. Yeah, like we we don't really know. Could be that. Yeah, yeah. Does, isn't it just saying in the style of those classic monsters? No, they said they're they're in it. He's using them. Okay. Yeah. Like Dracula, Frankenstein. I think it was an even no more. Yeah. You guys should watch. I don't know that this is actually going to be a MonsterVerse film. No one from Universal seems to be saying that. So, like, I don't. It could be conjecture from. I don't think. I think if Universal's smart, I don't think they're going to bring up the word Dark Universe universe or Monster Universe until Invisible Man does well. Mm -hmm. At least until it's out. Yeah. Yeah, because they kind of shit the bed on the Mummy anyway. And. uh, And. that was Dracula, the mummy scream. Dracula Untold. Yeah, but I think they did yeah. it worse with the mummy because it opened with the dark, dark universe, universe. Yep. after the universal logo. Like, this is a thing, guys. And it's like, mm, to be fair, is it? It's a cool logo when it transforms. It is a cool logo. It's a shame it's the only movie it's going to be on. Hey, thanks for bringing me back to life and everything. Uh, who who yeah. could have anticipated that that guy shouldn't have directed that movie? Oh, Everyone in this room. everybody in Hollywood probably. And now that guy's in charge of Star Trek. Yay! Yay. Anyway, so yeah, so Boo. you know, hey, anything could be good. It's true. Um, yeah, it is. It is. And it I is. want more. Universal but usually, when Kurtzman does it, it isn't. Yeah, I want more <laughs> Universal monster stuff. So do I. Yeah. Uh, just be clear, Kurtzman is not involved in this movie. Yes. Well, James Gunn finally announced the Suicide Squad cast. Holy shit! Is it a cast? Gunn and baby. All right, so James Gunn finally, finally, he he was asked, "When are you going to announce it?" And he's like, "When contracts are signed." I guess contracts are signed, and we have. David Dasmalkian, John Cena, Jai Courtney, Joaquin Cosio, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Nathan Fillion, Joel Kinnaman, Mailing Ning. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I, we think it's Ning. I, I, I told the list of Fanny and Fanny was like, I think it's Ning. Okay. Flula Borg. Flula that's Borg's great. Gr- that's the the German guy from Pitch Perfect. He's he's hilarious. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? That dude's going to, he's going to be good. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Sean Gunn. Yep. Juan Diego Boto. Storm Reed. Pete Davidson, Taika Waititi, yes. uh, Alice Braga, Steve Agee, Tinashi Kajisi, I'm sorry, Daniela Melquire, mm-hmm. Peter Capaldi, yep. Julio Ruiz, Jennifer Holland, Viola Davis, Idris Elba, Margot Robbie, Michael Rooker. It's a lot of people. It's a good cast list. Who are any of these people? <laughs> I am really sad that there's one name not on this list. Which one? Jay Hernandez. Yeah. El Diablo, oh, the yeah. best part of the last Suicide Squad film. Yeah, I agree. I know he was killed, but nobody cares. There, there was every reason to bring that guy back. Yeah, I agree. Fun fact, the voice of Bonnie's dad from Toy Story 4. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Really? That was his last big film credit. Oh, wow. Prior to that, I mean, was, t- that was this year, though. Prior least... to that, it was Bright. Oh, oh wait, I'll talk yeah. about that. Yeah, that's right. He, um, was, he was the um, the sheriff in Bright, wasn't he? I didn't watch it, Ben. I, did anybody here watch it besides me? I did. I did um, Yeah, I'm... I'm I think this cast list is cool. I was really hoping that Jay Hernandez would get to come back to be. Anyway, so now all <laughs> yeah. we, we know is Jai Courtney. Uh, we know Viola Davis, Margot Robbie. We know that who they're playing. They yeah. pl- they're playing the same. Steve Agee is playing uh, uh, King Shark. Is that is King Shark in this movie? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. They announced he's already the voice of King okay. Shark. It's a CJ and character. And Dave, Dave, David Dosmalkian is playing Polka Dot Man. Hell yeah, he is. Um, but like we don't know, and so it's really great that that we brought up the Suicide Squad news from the comics because a lot of people are like, "This is a really big squad for one squad," and it's because I bet a lot of these people are playing the anti-Suicide Squad from another country or something. Mm-hmm. They're going to be an evil super terrorist group. They have to go fight people who are on their level, yeah. not Superman. So I bet a lot of these guys are going to be de- bad guys who get creamed. Yeah, and I, I I'm really interested to see what bad guys they're able to play. Yeah, with. I like. 
I I can totally see like Tyka and Nathan Fillion and Peter Capaldi being a bunch of assholes who get murdered like in the first half of the movie. Because like yeah. they're because like that's just such a fun thing. Like yeah, I want to get murdered in a James Gunn movie. That sounds great. Yeah. And I I don't think they've announced it. I hope it's rated R. Me too. Oh, yeah. It will. I don't think it will be. But I think. If it would, especially after Joker. Here's the thing: after like, Joker, anything's possible. Yeah, especially and it's the Logan thing. Like, try just try it because I think you can make a really ballsy, fun movie if you just decide to well, go hard. Also, yeah. same with Deadpool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this I mean, this can be their Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, and it should have been. Yeah. Like Suicide Squad should have been their dark. Honestly, I thought they should have gone for a dark comedy thing. Yeah, I think that if this is what they're doing. Go you know, for I it. want to say that they kind of tried that. I just it, didn't work. it wasn't even. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, this is a good cast. I think a lot yeah, of cool names. I'm I'm really excited to see a lot of these people on the big screen together. Yeah, like Peter Capaldi's in a DC movie. That's really fun. Yeah, That's I'm really, really fun. I, I am really excited about this cast. Yeah. I also loved how James Gunn wrote a caption said, "Don't get too attached." Just yeah, just R.I.P. El Diablo. Yeah, yeah. They used I feel the for that guy. They used the old '80s logo for the Suicide yeah. Squad. That I was did. cool. Yeah, I'm probably gonna read some of that because now I got DC Universe and I read 99% Marvel comics. I'm gonna try to read more DC comics. So I'm gonna. I'm read not gonna lie. I also kind of wish they would have recast Captain Boomerang. Jack Courtney. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, need him but back. you know what, man? If anybody can turn someone into a good actor, I bet it's James Gunn. No, you know what I sure. bet? I, you know what I bet? Like Final Destination, characters from the first film die in the next film. Oh, what if they kill Boomerang? Hell yeah! What if they kill Boomerang? I wouldn't mind at all. I don't think we're killing Margot Robbie. No, no obviously she's got a, mo- a Birds of Prey movie coming yeah. out. Uh, but like, I think it's possible we'll probably see like Boomerang at the beginning of the movie. Just please, gone. that'd be amazing. So yeah, kind of bummed Will Smith wouldn't come back either, but that means far less to me than Jay Hernandez. Oh, is Will Smith yeah. not in it? No, no. Oh, I, 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 I assumed he was. Wow. No. Oh, was he in that list? Uh, no, but f- <laughs> I, for some reason I just like assumed it. No, yeah. that's so weird, man. No, yeah, Will it. Smith's not back. That's kind of a um, bummer. Yeah, but, man. It's just, it's only because like when I saw Suicide Squad the first time, like El Diablo was the character I cared about. Yeah, and I was like, man. And then I looked at that actor. And I'm like, man, he doesn't have. This was like his biggest swing. And then they killed him. And then they killed him. That guy got the shittiest end of the stick. Yeah. But he's the savior of the movie, so that yeah. he had something for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Check yeah. out our commentary on Suicide Squad. Hell yeah. 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 Or don't, because that's a <laughs> <it's> awful movie. <laughs> uh, all right, some trailers. Ooh. Watchmen had a new trailer. TikTok, boys. TikTok. Looks real good. Yo, man, the Calvary, they found out about Rorschach's journal, and they're trying to start World War Three. That's not cool. Don't do that. I really like the idea that, you know, in, in uh, Doomsday Clock, this inciting incident for the Watchmen universe is that like a couple weeks later they found the journal and like yeah. screwed up everything. Yeah. Now it's like we've had years of peace. Yeah. And then someone finds the journal. I think it's a really, really interesting idea. Yeah. yeah. I think all the costumes look really great. It seems really, really grounded. The looking glass. Yeah. Looking glass. Yeah. The guy with the with the. It's like hypnotic. Yeah. So good. So good. Uh, they finally have a release date, October twentieth. Sweet. Ten twenty. Ooh boy. Oh, See you in the fake nerds watch. There's oh, a yeah. um. The potential uh, Doctor Manhattan cult that's teased in there is there a little bit. There's, a, there's. It looks like someone's worshiping Doctor Manhattan's like symbol. Oh sweet. Oh yeah. okay. Yeah, oh. yeah. Was it in red? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now. I got yeah. it now. Yeah. That's awesome. If that's true. Dude's that'd be awesome. Cl- uh, cult stuff. I'm into yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We um, also saw the Archie hit like crash. Yeah. yeah. They. Yeah. It looks like the government o- like has Archie's equipment. Yeah. Because the lady, uh, she uses his s- spectacles. Yeah. Spectacles, right? Is that a word? Sure. His, his binoculars, his binoculars, night owl vision. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm really excited. I am too. It was yeah. really good. It'll be fun to see. Um, they also had a release date for his dark materials, but I forgot to look it up. That's no, okay. No, no I can't be that close. Oh, no. It, too I much to watch. September. Okay. This month? I could be wrong. Oh, my gosh. I might be wrong. I'll Google. Give it a googs. Uh, while, while he gives it a googs, 
Wait, Are You Afraid of the Dark? (laughs) (laughs) No, we already had scary stories. (laughs) Are You Afraid of the Dark is being rebooted uh, for Nickelodeon. As a limited series, too. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like they put a lot of money in this one. Yeah, it was like November 3rd. November 3rd, got it. Um, Yeah, it was like a... Uh, In the UK. Uh, Um, What a tease. Yeah. Will we know? I'm still reading. Keep going. Okay. Okay. Uh, so yeah, not, it was a 90s, uh, originally a Canadian mm-hmm. show, and then they got ported to uh, Nickelodeon. You know what show I think about a lot? Canadian show? What? The Lost World. Did you ever see that show? Not. It's not at all related to dinosaurs? No, it is. Oh, it is? Yeah. Ooh. I bet oh. I know the show you're talking is about. Is that the November, November 4th on HBO World okay. for America. I, now, I'm going to look up The Lost World <laughs> because I think I watched that show, but I have no memory of it. Is that the one with the claymation dinosaurs? No. That, no, that was Land of the Lost. Of Land, the the yeah. remake of Land of the Lost. Yeah. Which had claymation dinosaurs also. The remake of Land of the Lost was pretty good, I remember. I was also a kid. Is it with this goober? Hell yeah. Oh, I remember the show now. The yeah, Lost yeah, yeah. World. Yeah, 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 I remember I it. I loved that Sir show. Arthur Conan Doyle, he created Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. And, and he <laughs> I was Googling, why are we talking about this show? Oh, uh, because, <laughs> because Ryan mentioned that uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark was a Canadian show. And I was like, you know what show I think about a lot? The Lost World. Got it. I'm li- okay. <laughs> Got it. The guy uh, looks like Nigel Thornberry. Smash Smash it. I own all three of those seasons. Uh, it's an incredible show. I really like it. It's one of my favorites from childhood. Oh, man. Anyway, are you afraid of the dark? <laughs> it looks good. It looks for, it, yeah, it looks it like a... It like actually a, looks really scary. Like a fun uh, kid spooky show. I yeah. mean, I know it's Nickelodeon, so they're going to tone it down a lot. I don't think so. You don't think so? I, I think they're going for a Goosebumps. I mean, like hard PG, yeah. Like yeah. really hard, actual scary PG? I think so. Yeah, well, I mean, there was I a think, thing I with think the, that with they the are. In the I water. think they are yeah. accommodating modern audiences, being mm-hmm. like more familiar with scary things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they they are stepping it up. Okay, step up, which I'm okay with. Cause I, I imagine I, it'll be on the same level as scary stories to tell in the dark. Okay, yeah, that was pretty creepy. Yeah, probably. Yeah, cause I watched um because actually when um Goosebumps the new movie was on Netflix. Jagger Black. Yeah, we actually watched. They had uh, the original TV show on there, so we watched a few episodes and, <laughs> wow. Those are you could tell those were in the nineties. Yeah, I'm sure. Anything else you guys want to bring up? Um, uh, I know, I know I said I was gonna talk about it, but I will mention it a little bit. Final Fantasy VII remake had a Tokyo Game Show trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it. I'm the only one who's seen it. The trailer looks really, really good. Um, it's still only the first part of that game, but it looks glorious. And Tifa's combat looks great. They introduced a few new mini games, which I don't know what they're gonna do. What's gonna happen to help the rest of the story move along? But. All in all, the game looks great. I can't wait until March 3rd so I could play it. Radical. It looks gorgeous. Oh, my God. Hey, guys. 20-plus years later, Ash Ketchum's finally a Pokemon master. About damn He time. did it. He's probably the worst Pokemon trainer in the world. Aloha region. <laughs> yeah. Also, the animation of the new show looks awful. Rip, yeah, yeah, no one liked it. No one likes it. Death Stranding had a new trailer as well. Uh, Samantha America Strand is yep. the president of the United States. She's going to rebuild America, baby. Who's going to help? Norman Reedus. That's isn't, all. There, isn't there a thing? Or if maybe you look not. At his crotch too long. He punches <laughs> you in the face. Yeah. So if you put his, if you stare at the camera too long at his crotch, he punches you in the face. Um, Hideo Kojima has gotten a lot of uh, shit over the years for over sexualizing his women characters. So the fact that he did this for a dude is really funny and telling that he never did this for any of his female characters. Uh, Hideo, come on, bro. <laughs> come on, bro. <laughs> That's all. Funny. All right. Let's get into our topic. Then. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Then time now for our main topic. We're getting real slow. Summertime. Today. Uh, we figured we'd slap them together real quick. Slap it together, baby. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Yep. Yep. Um, 
flying by the seat of our pants we are just to give you a hint not even wearing pants when we when we started recording we didn't know we were going to talk about this so here we go hey to be fair this is like one of the only times we're not prepared that so is true we can give us some i just w- i just want i just want the audience to know how we all we all yeah. just lost track of the fact that we had no topic this week <laughs> yeah, yeah like it's sunday like, oh, oh wait, what happened like we were so focused on what was the news this week and then it's like hey what are we talking about i was like I don't know. What? It was a busy week for yeah. us all. Uh, so the topic is, as you may have known, um, talking about how we don't have a topic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, we're going to just talk about the summer movie pl- the summer movie season and how kind of odd it was. It's officially over. It is officially over. Um, Still uh, hot, though. One of the things that... Jesus Christ. <laughs> 100 degrees, guys. 100, yeah. 100 degrees. 100 degrees. Um, one of the things that I wanted to touch on if you go back through the, like a lot of the blockbusters, we were pretty disappointed in some of the blockbusters. Box office wasn't great for anything that wasn't a Disney. Yeah, I was about to say, anything that's not <laughs> yeah, um, Marvel, Disney. And uh, But I noticed that a lot of the independent films started getting a lot of play. Mm-hmm. Like Things like Booksmart, Midsummer, mm-hmm. like tons of, tons of movies like are great movies and getting their audience. Yeah. And I thought that was real cool. People, hey man, if you put out a quality movie, people will see it. Yeah. You just got to yeah. market it. Yeah, I, th- I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Like Midsummer, I definitely do not regret seeing. I'm glad I saw that movie. If I if I probably didn't know Ryan or Sparks, I probably never would have seen it because I was like, oh, it's just another horror movie, whatever. I don't want to see it. But after seeing Midsummer, I was like, man, that movie was. Then you got your world rocked. <laughs> <laughs> that I c- I'm pretty sure that was the weirdest thing I've seen in a movie theater all summer. Even if you're looking at like Rotten Tomatoes, that was so much fun. Even if you're looking at like Rotten Tomatoes, uh, a lot of the. Mm. Aladdin deserves more than fifty-seven, I think. Um, Aladdin has fifty-seven. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. even a bit more, I think. Yeah, could have. I, I don't know. Aladdin. That Jafar casting choice was a real bad decision. <laughs> um, if you look at Rotten Tomatoes, like a lot of critics, a lot of these blockbusters, not great. Some of the not, some of them not bad. Hey everybody, I'm just gonna say real quick up at the top before we get too far into this that uh, p- potential spoilers for pretty much every movie that came out this summer because we probably can't help ourselves. So I just be aware. Oh yeah. Most of the movies we're gonna talk about probably made a billion dollars. Yeah, they probably <laughs> did, so but just, I'm just sure like there are a few of them that that didn't. So just you know be aware if we're we're going into a movie, just you know watch mm-hmm. yourself. I loved Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and every Quentin Tarantino movie makes a lot of money because he's one of the few independent filmmakers who can get a big budget and sell his movie. Yeah. Uh, that movie has some cool stuff in it. Go see it. Yeah, you I really like that movie too. It yeah. got some weird responses I felt this time around. Yeah. Um, where people were just like, why are, Why is this even... A th- like?" The thing I that baffled me about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is how many people felt like everything was useless until the end. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think the topic matter is a is a, a big thing about it uh, already. Yeah. So, like, I think going into it, there's a lot of your own headspace going in mm. instead of just kind of allowing the movie to do its own thing, sure. which is fine. Again, also, if you don't know anything about the history of Sharon Tate or anything, I don't know what that movie can kind of do for you, too. Because if you don't know the, her history, then it's just she's a lady in a movie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. This was not my favorite Tarantino endeavor. It's yeah. Still, I still thought it was good, though. I, I mean, yeah. his worst movies are still better movies than everyone else's. Yeah, so. I... Yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, once again, it was a Tarantino movie. I'm a Tarantino fan, so of course I'm going to go see it. But what what can I say about that movie? <laughs> you Why do you... Th- but I, I, need, I need you to tell me yeah, why no, you don't that's, like it that's as much. Tra- no, I still like it. I still like it. I think I've the... Ah, oh, frack. Words. Uh, God damn it, Ben. Use your words for crying out loud. It's okay, buddy. Cat, catch your breath. Uh, something that just I heard a lot from like coworkers and stuff who had seen it is just there's a lot of people who were like, yeah, I really only like the ending. I don't know why there wasn't more violence like that throughout the film. And I'm like, 
I know Tarantino has violence in his movies, but like his movies are not defined by the violence. His movies are defined by his characters. The only thing in the movies, they're defined by the characters. Like you act like this is the first movie where we've spent like hours just watching people talk. Like okay, Inglorious Bastards. Sure, is one of my all-time favorite Tarantino. It is my favorite. It is my favorite Tarantino. Kill Bill's mine. Uh, Kill Bill Volume One specifically, but lots of violence in that one. Yeah, but Inglorious Bastards doesn't have a lot of violence. But it has a lot of like great character moments. The first, the first scene is yeah, like twenty scene, minute talking scene, it, and it's great. Yeah. Um, outside Bonnie in Hollywood, there were parts of the movie that I didn't like, but there are parts of it that I love, like all the scenes with Leo DiCaprio on the set of that uh, uh western show that he was filming, from the pile where he was the heavy. Sure. That was I loved that stuff. Um, the stuff with Brad Pitt on the Manson compound, eh, kinda, and the stuff with Sharon Tate. I liked at the end. I was like, okay, now I can I can see a, a it's like a day in the life of Sharon Tate, mm-hmm. like when she goes to that theater to watch the the movie she's in, and the la- and the lady behind the counter is like, wait, you're in this? What? Oh, okay, yeah, sure, come on yeah. in, it's all good. You know what what striked me about the summer and just looking at these reviews, I was reminded of why why I wanted to touch on this topic in the first place was. Like every weekend, there was a studio film and a and a low budget film. Mm-hmm. Studio film, low budget film. Studio film, low budget film. I'm looking through this list. Here's here's a good example in July, mid July, The Lion King, rotten, disappointing. The Art of Self Defense, the indie, fresh, ninety three percent. And that's uh, that's every almost every weekend. The independent film seems to have been more well received than what's a the lot the Beatles critically, critically 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 yeah. But even like financially. Uh, that that indie movie definitely didn't beat Lion King financially. Let's be clear. Oh, no, that's true. Uh, if you're wearing a Disney, one of my favorite things actually came from the Guardian, um, where they're just like, uh, finally some good news for those plucky young upstarts at Disney. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> five of their movies made over a billion dollars. I'll tell you what. Uh, six. Toy Story just made it, just did it. I think. Yeah. Um, I think definitely they still didn't make the billion dollars that they wanted to. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh no, we were projected to make toy one billion, but we made twenty. Ooh, we're so sad. I what think are we ever going to do? Men in Black is the worst movie of the summer. Yep. You think so? Yeah. I, of all the films I've seen this summer, I hate the one that I expected to be at least somewhat quality. I was yeah. like, wow, I'm truly disappointed in everything about this I movie. I did not like Men. In, yeah, I hate Men in Black. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like, I know Lion King's that. bad, but like that movie at least looks nice. Lion like King, Men in Black. Like I don't like. I think some of it looks kind of lazy. You know what? Here's my thing. Lion King disappointed me. Yeah. Men in Black got me mad. Yeah. Men yeah. in Black was like. I mean, I would. I would. I could probably give the. We, 2019 Lion King another shot. We didn't give, but Lion, but Men in Black was just like this movie sucks all the way through. Yeah, we didn't get that uh, 21 Jump Street Men in Black crossover film in order to have this stupid thing. Yeah, yeah man, <laughs> that would have been comedy gold. You guys didn't see Shaft. I would say Shaft is the worst movie of the summer. Yeah, that's fine, yeah. but yeah. Uh, y- you know, we didn't see it. No, I know. I mean, like high you profile. Saw, look, look, I was, just, I'm just, I was gonna, just trying to say. I was just trying no. to say because we, I thought we were going around the horn. Like, what was our? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. I mean, yeah. Shaft. I'm just, I'm just gonna preamble this right off the bat. You saw like twice as many movies this whole summer than than we did, so you're gonna have yeah. far more of a broad opinion than the rest of us. Yeah, yeah. So like, we can only weigh in on on some mm-hmm. of sure. what we saw. Big Certainly, big. you saw like we saw for the most part most of the big stuff. You yeah. saw, you got to see indie films that we didn't. Yeah. Uh, so so, Shaft was terrible. Yeah. Um, one of the worst films I've ever Shaft. seen in my life. Yeah. If I saw Shaft, I'd probably agree with you. But for me, it, it's Man Black. Um. But what's your what's your most disappointing film? Disappointing, like, like, not even that you don't like it, just that you were disappointed. You know what? I hmm. Men in Black. It, I don't. Because <sighs> honestly, mine. Godzilla. Godzilla. Yeah. 
because I I thought those trailers sold me mega hard. And after like I'm whatever on the 2014 ones, yeah. so I was really I think I put my my money hard on Godzilla. I didn't I didn't let myself get as hyped as as you did, for example, yeah. Brandon yeah. about Godzilla. I was like I I know I got to temper this, or I, I I could set myself up for a big fall. Yeah. I, um, it, I, I could go back to like when we were talking the end of last year, like what what our most anticipated thing was for the next year. I know yours was Godzilla, yeah. and I was sitting there like I can't do that. I definitely can't do that. I can't put Godzilla that high up. But you know what? The new Godzilla film reminded me, um, and I'm I know I'm the only one in this room who's going to say this. Godzilla 2014 is my top five. Is in my top five Godzilla films. That's fair. Yeah. Like I, I truly think what that movie tries to do. And what the movie succeeds in doing, outside of Aaron Taylor Johnson, who I actually, upon rewatch, didn't hate. Um, and then the movie is got some is handling some really incredible stuff. Uh, I, I like that. I've I've realized I like that movie a lot. So thank you, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, so I'm on this website looking up uh, summer movies, and one New Mutants comes out August second, guys. Don't forget. Oh Jesus! Oh, second, of they said that Anya Taylor Joy's name was Anya Taylor Johnson, because <laughs> you just said Aaron Taylor Johnson. I'm like Anya Taylor Johnson. What? That that article's wrong. <laughs> um, right. uh, let me think. Um, you know what my I was like about Dark Phoenix because that is the movie I expected to be so bad, and I was like, I mean, it's not great, but like I enjoyed it. I I. I would watch it before I would watch Apocalypse again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and there was so much shit surrounding that movie. I'm just glad it turned you know, out fine. I forgot about Dark Phoenix, yeah, actually. Yeah. Per- personal expectations have a lot to do with like, yeah. oh, totally. how you feel about a film when you go into it. Yeah. yeah. Aladdin, I think, was a good surprise for us. I liked Aladdin all. a lot. Oh, Aladdin was very enjoyable. Lion King disappointed me, but I don't think that was my biggest disappointment. I would say maybe Dark Phoenix was. Yeah. I didn't go but to Lion King expecting yeah. to, to like I it. I wasn't. Yeah, n- neither was I, which is odd no it's not odd it we all kind of knew that it was a shallow rehash we knew what we were heading into and we're like well we're going anyway because it's it's lion king yeah Yeah. but was there anything that you got super excited about that you didn't that you didn't like this summer yeah Mm, let me think about it let other people talk and i'll think um i know we just reviewed it but i was kind of let down a little bit by chapter two you know considering it chapter one is like i think like almost perfect yeah like uh uh uh, it's good, but like, oh man! You know, what was a was a surprise movie to me that I really enjoyed this summer. What's Child's that? Play. Yeah, I was gonna mention yeah, that too. I was the Child's, like Child's the Play. The Child's Play remake I thought was actually very good. It was yeah. very well done. I, agree I with highly you. enjoyed a nice, it. A nice little movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Aubrey Plaza as a mom. Thank you. Uh, yes. <laughs> Rocket Man is probably my favorite movie I of the year. I still haven't seen yeah. it. Yeah, Rocket Man was really good. That counts yeah. as that's a summer movie. It's Rocket, made. yeah, yeah, it counts as a summer movie, just like The Farewell, which is I think one of my favorite movies of the year. <laughs> I forgot the camera. Wish oh. we could have seen it. Yeah, you know a movie I didn't see, but I wanted to see what? really bad. Yesterday, oh yeah, I haven't seen. Yeah, I think that's Beatles movie. And yeah. I'm the big Beatles fan here, so yeah. that's yeah. right up my damn alley. Shoot. Yeah, I think yeah. you would have liked that one. <laughs> uh, Blinded by the Light, also really good. Uh, two two music movies that yeah. are like that's interesting. Well, like we went that. to see Blinded by the Light. The same trailer played twice about Bruce Springsteen's new concert movie. Oh really? Yeah, twice. Damn. Back to back. Well, if you're going to go see that movie, you must love the what boss. What I think was happened was if they just played the th- they played the trailer because it was in their cycle, and yeah. then the movie comes with that trailer. Oh, really? Yeah, that well, makes, so that, that so makes sense. Back to back. That's a bummer. Uh, Brightburn was a little disappointing. Brightburn was was fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was the summer. Yeah, that yeah. was the summer. Oh wow, I yeah, know. Brightburn, right? Brightburn was just kind of okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, John Wick Chapter Three, we all like, but I was yeah. a little. I, I kind of wanted to like it a lot more. Same, yeah, I but uh, still, still a John Wick movie, man. Still, still, Wick s- movie. still great. Like uh, Patrick Willem said, like John John Wick, even at its worst, I guess, is still leagues above the general action film. Yes, very much so. Um, Hobbs and Shaw, 
I quite like that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was, I was pretty happy with. Hawkins I mean, Park. I know we got like Endgame, of course. Endgame, yeah. of course. And you can't not mention Endgame. The the Endgame. yearly wait up for that movie was real fun. Yeah. Seriously. Um, yeah, so the Guardian also talks about like the 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 fact that even though that a lot of these indie films like Booksmart or like The Farewell were a little hard to find for the general movie going audience, yeah. like they still did better than they had in a couple of years. Um, word of mouth that really helps. Word of mouth really helps. Yeah. But outside of a Disney flick, uh, the the audience attendance was down again this year. Uh, but Disney's kind of making so much money. Disney made too much money this year. <laughs> you know. like like seriously, ready or not. Ready or not's real good. Oh yeah, that was a good. Yeah, ready one. or not was, yeah, yeah, was awesome. Good. What was the one? Um, I'll tell you. Like I was left wanting. I'm not gonna say disappointed. That's not the word. But wanting from Detective Pikachu. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, I I because I love that world, but the character plot wasn't where I wanted it to be. Yeah, I think I was the most positive with Pokemon. I think. You and I were pretty yeah. positive. I, re- I remember I was pretty positive, too, on yeah. Detective Pikachu. Honorary mentioned Shazam's in the summer movie, but it came out in April, so suck it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not that negative on Detective Pikachu. I just, it didn't, it didn't hit what I felt it should have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In general, I don't think Detective Pikachu landed to be the hit that it should have been. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, hope coming out start. Of, I hope that coming out of the summer, uh, even with the sequels coming out next year. Oh, you know what? Annabelle comes home. That yeah. was the one that that bummed me out. Yeah, that that was not as good as I wanted it to be. I can see that totally. Oh yeah, I watched all the Conjuring films this summer. You I did? Oh yeah, you did, baby. I did. I did. Uh, yeah, some interesting things like big budget horror movies in the summer. You know, those are coming back. I hope that the independents doing so well this year will probably help more independent m- movies come out next year. Again, next we brought up years. earlier, Midsummer came yeah. out in the mi- mid of the summer. <laughs> well, that's what's that supposed accident. to come out. Yeah, yeah. So it's come out at right summer in the solstice. Of July. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ari oh, no. Aster's next movie is not next year, right? I don't know. Because Hereditary was last year, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Um, he is definitely working on something. Oh, Lighthouse is getting really good reviews. I want to see that so bad. Me too. Uh, so I just, uh, Robert Pattinson did an interview. And he was like, yeah, for uh, so like before like I was going to do Batman stuff, I wanted to do the craziest script that I could possibly find. And then they found The Lighthouse. And I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> this seems cool. Cool. So that movie is going to be Wicked Wild. Sweet. I'm so stoked. Yeah. Um, going into the winter... Uh, Does Frozen Two come out this year? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Are we all? What are we excited about going into the winter season? Uh, I'm besides Star Wars. Well, I mean, yes. Well, yeah, Star Wars. I'm still really excited for Joker. Yeah. I've been excited for that movie, and after all the acclaim that I, all the film festivals has done, um, I'm just I'm ready to see Joaquin Phoenix w- and do another really good role. Yeah, we're in f- fall winter season. Sorry, it's the, yeah. next, it's the next quarter fall winter yeah, season. Yeah, I would say. Joker is definitely one I'm really I'm looking forward to. I I know I've shit on this movie before when it was in pre-production when it was in production because of we like, all oh, did, baby. yeah we all did, but now seeing just those trailers I'm like no I'm I'm into this and of course Star Wars because of Star Wars of course Star Wars is dead though don't forget <laughs> uh. yep it's dead <laughs> <laughs> it will never be dead in my heart and <laughs> um, Astra why got, that's why it's got at least I mean three. that's next week or whatever yeah. but is that whatever I'm Ad still Astra, I'm hella excited for it getting good reviews heck yeah I'm so excited. Evil Tommy Lee Jones. What's up? Um, oh sh- yeah, Star Wars Frozen Two. There's no more uh, comic book movies this year, right? Besides Joker, I mean. That's besides you know. Joker, I don't think so. Cool, cool, cool. I think uh, yeah. Terminator. Next? I'm hopeful for Terminator. Oh, Terminator. Oh. That's right. Next yeah. month or November. Next month. No- okay, October. November first. Yeah, the, our next Marvel movie is Black Widow, and that's in May. Yeah. yeah. Next year. Thank God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what was a little was a bit of a where I've definitely felt the burnout was Spider-Man: Far From Home. 
Mm-hmm. That I, was interesting. Because yeah. I still really like that movie, but after Endgame, after that grand finale, and then Spider-Man Far From Home kind of felt like a tacked-on epilogue that we didn't really need. I'm always up for an epilogue. See, I, mean, I, I, will, I am too, but seeing it... But just watching Far From Home, I was like, yeah, this is good. Then when I saw it a second time, I'm like, uh... I will say I'm glad um, that it wasn't a giant cosmic, like, multiverse movie yeah, right after Endgame. Definitely. I, that's why I'm okay, again, with, like, an epilogue thing. Like, it was a much smaller story like than I expected. So. One, of my, one of my biggest pet peeves in comics is when they end a story arc, but they don't have an epilogue. It's just, it's over, and the next day she's back to normal. Yeah. Fighting, so fighting I like, So I yeah. liked Spider-Man mm-hmm. Far From Home for, for that. My whole thing was, like, it's too soon. Yeah. yeah. Too soon. And I, I bet you that's a Sony prop yeah. thing too. It probably was. Yeah. But mm, I mean, of course, Endgame that was like the end all be all. Legendary. It was amazing. I uh, saw that shit five times in theaters. Yeah. Oh, they did finally it. announce the Infinity the Infinity Saga box set. Oh, did they really? Yeah. How much? Uh they haven't said it, they just said it is coming. Cost can cost you your soul. So it's going to it's going to have all twenty three movies. So it will have Spider Man. Yeah. So that's what it looks like. Um Kevin Feige said this at the Saturn Awards and he was like, Yeah, we're doing uh we're putting in he he, I don't know if I don't know the exact wording, but he said we're putting in a bunch of stuff that has never been seen, a bunch of deleted scenes that we filmed that never made it into DVD. Did you watch releases. that Nick Fury scene? Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Real weird. That's that's real something. Did if you, this thing did you has no, I didn't. Oh, I thought so I, sh- I showed Sparks this. Oh, the okay. Nick Fury. So they, there was a different Sting. They had initially shot a different Sting with Samuel L. Jackson at an environment. At the environment, oh. and it said, "I have to deal with web slingers and mutants, and now I have to deal with you." Yeah, he says Spider-Man, and he oh. mentions mutants. Uh, then they oh. were like, "Hey, uh, you can't do that. We don't own those characters." But like, think <laughs> about it. Like in those in those early days, the Incredible Hulk had rumors that Spider Man was going to be in that New York landscape. Yeah, the Avengers was going to have Osborne Tower. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, they they want to do it. In those early days, yeah. Feige thought he could. Yeah, and then it became a co- he couldn't. I would like to wait. It's gonna wait ten years. I would like to watch this thing. It's it's it's, it's, it's like thirty seconds long. It's cute. Oh, yeah, but still, it's, it's cool. Yeah. So so a bunch of stuff. I'm hopeful for the Captain Marvel scenes that were shot for Infinity War and Endgame. Mm, okay. That never made it into those into the movie. Because there. Yeah. She, good luck on that. Yeah. She was in Infinity War up until late in the game, and then. So was um um, uh, Hulk. Yeah, and then so and then um, uh, in Endgame, she's supposed to be on Vormir with uh, Black Widow and Hawkeye. Oh. Uh, and they fight like Sakaar and soldiers. And then they're like, "Oh, we can't do this anymore. We can't do that no. <coughs> schedules." So I, uh, I'm hopeful to see some of those scenes. I often, t- um, I often will tweet, "Release the Captain Marvel cut." <laughs> yeah. Um, when Feige said that they actually filmed Michael Pena recapping all the MCU as Luis, is that real? It is real. So there is a, okay. there is, um, they could put some of the Comic Con footage. on Why there. haven't they released that shit yet? It was a Comic Con exclusive. Mother, ep- yep. And okay. You know. Marvel doesn't like to release their Comic-Con stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Um, it, they did film it for Comic-Con. There are bootleg versions online. I don't want to do that. Uh, it's very bad Yeah, because some dude's in the foreground. So I've seen it. It's funny. Okay. You can barely hear it, but what I heard is it just Is it just him it's by himself? Him. It's not doing the relay over? No, it's him and Paul Rudd. Uh-huh. And they're talking to each other. Uh-huh. And they're both recapping. Uh-huh. But it's not doing the thing where you're hearing his voice, but you're seeing the actors do the... See, like, if they're not going to... That's the whole thing. It's like, I was always like, yeah, it's a good bit, but if they're not going to go and do the bit the way they've always done the bit... I don't care. That's the most expensive yeah. bit of all time. Exactly. <laughs> like, but that's why and it would Iron be Man great. Iron Man said the tone to, to Steve Rogers. Exactly, yeah. because I want to see every single actor in the MCU uh-huh. have to talk. That's the a way what Michael if Pena is. That's like a what if thing well, right there. Here's the thing: 
Marvel has the money. They could do that no, shit. No, they, they can, but they probably won't. Yeah, yeah no, it won't happen. Yeah. yeah. Okay, never mind. I don't. I don't miss it. Summertime. So at any rate, back to the summer. Summertime. Yeah, back to uh, I'm looking forward to Knives Out. So Hell, am I. Yeah. Yeah. So am I. Uh, that so movie, Villains. It's that small indie movie coming yes. out. Yes. Yeah, Villains. Uh, oh, speaking yeah. of Knives Next Out. Next week. Speaking of Knives Out, get also getting really good reviews out of the yeah. of the. Uh, Film sir, film thing circuit. Film circuit. Film fest circuit. Yep. Festival yep. circuit. All good reviews. There we go. Yeah. Heck yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Jojo Rabbit. <gasps> yeah. It's getting some interesting reviews. I don't know if you've seen them. I've seen a couple of. I've I've seen a couple of the scores. Not I've not read any of the reviews. What are they saying? Um, I've, it's read, I've only seen like good stuff. Th- uh, it's v- divisive in saying um the problem isn't uh the subject material. It's just not very funny. Oh, that's oh. that could be completely wrong. Like it like Humor it's like split down the middle. Humor is subjective. Yeah, um, but Have you seen I, I, him for the wilder people. Yeah, I have one. Really that movie is that movie is that movie is great. I really want to see it. I've seen everything he's done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else has he done? Dark uh, Shadows. No, what we, we what we do in the sh- <laughs> what we do actually, in the shadows. I saw that episode, the first episode of that last night. Did you really? I did. Nice. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I want to give it more. Yeah, it's is he it's a pilot. In the show. He's producer. I uh, he di- he directed the first episode. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he uh, Jermaine Clements. He um, I guess he's like he. He's the, he's the main guy. Yeah, he's the main guy. Um, I, I did I did like the, I did like it. Like there's like there's these like 18th century vampires who are still living in the 1800s or the 1700s, and they're walking around and they're st- and everyone else is modern like modern day. Yeah, yeah I've seen, that's, I've, the show, that's the movie. It's a mockumentary, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, God, oh God, what else? What other stuff in the about the summer? So good w- movies coming out. Honestly. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm really just waiting for Ad Astra. That's yeah. the one. That's the big yeah, one. Yeah, I want to see. I w- I want to support that movie. That movie. I've actually been hearing radio spots and the critics have been saying that movie. Support great. big summer, not summer. Big uh, sci-fi original movies. Support sci-fi original movies. We don't want to see them go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, we'll turn on your local sci-fi. Watch a uh, uh, Mansquito. Don't watch those. No, no, not Mansquito. No, we Wasn't Mansquito a CBS original movie? Did you guys? See I don't know. <laughs> zombie tsunami? Hell yeah! I didn't watch it, but I know it exists. Well, hold up! Did you just say zombie tsunami? Johnny's yeah. not involved. <laughs> Zombie tsunami. Johnny tsunami. No, yeah, it's well, yeah, another it's sci-fi else. movie that Ian Ziering's in. Oh my lord. Yeah, dude. Oh my lord. Speaking of summer movies, that's. But not we can't have Deadly Class or Krypton anymore. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> or Swamp Thing. Well, we can't have that Zombie that tsunami. Yep. Thanks. Or sci-fi. The uh, bloody hell. Oh well. What's no, the best movie of the summer? Best movie of the summer. Yeah. Collectively Do we take or what? Avengers out of the equation. Nah, it's a movie. It's uh, Avengers. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, it's probably Avengers. With Avengers in the... Uh, I really liked Avengers. Really liked Farewell. The best movie of the summer. Jesus. It's Godzilla Kingdom. No, I'm kidding. It's okay. Um, the on your left. <laughs> Midsommar. I, uh, I love that movie, but it's not my favorite movie. Wait, are we talking about like the best movie or our personal favorites? Oh, that's, uh, you know what? Okay, let's rearrange. Flip it. Favorite movies? What is what is the the uh, quote unquote best movie? Not our opinion, best movie. What is what do you think the best movie that was released in the summer? Aladdin. I'm you kidding. think it's Midsummer? Uh, it's pretty good. The Farewell. Good. I haven't seen the Farewell, but that's probably a that's really good a movie. good movie. But I wouldn't say it's the best movie this yeah. summer. I, it's Avengers. For me, it has to be Avengers. That but we're not talking about our opinions. We're talking no, 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 no. That's not my, that's not my opinion. That's <laughs> why I think the best movie of the summer is. It is a pretty hot movie. 
It's pretty, like, it's pretty fly. Like I'm gonna devise. I'm gonna. I mean, I imagine smart. like look uh, like your average person on the street. If you ask them, they probably say Endgame because more people saw Endgame than saw anything else. Yeah, yeah Booksmart is a good contender for. You know, I, I heard a lot of good stuff about Booksmart. Yeah. I've wanted to see that for such a long time. Um, Rocket Man was really good too. I it's Rocket mine. Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crawl? No, <laughs> I didn't like that though. <laughs> Dora the Explorer? No. Hell yeah. Wow, Dora the Explorer is at 84% of Rotten Tomatoes. Good. What? Wow. Good. Holy shit. Good for them. I'll definitely watch that when it comes out. Yeah. Um, oh, Blinded by the Light. Mm-hmm. Some good, good Boys. Good Boys is real they good. They were some good boys. boys. real good. They were not good boys. Spoilers. They were good boys. They were good boys. They were stealing drugs and <laughs> whoever uh, Molly is, she's not with <laughs> us. <laughs> God. This is some good, some solid films this summer. Yeah. Um... um I, is it, it's, it's, I don't think it's that bad. Again, we got Endgame. Honestly, like, like a lot of the smaller films seem to have made profit. Yeah. And good for them on that. Heck yeah. Like the ones that deserve to. Yeah. R.I.P. Stuber, I guess. I didn't see it. I didn't see it either. I, I guess nothing, no one did. I heard nothing but terrible things about Stuber. Yeah. I want to Sorry, believe. Batista. I love you. Did that Batista um, uh, babysitting movie No, come they out? postponed it. Oh, really? They postponed it to not be in competition with Stuber. Oh, it looks like it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> <laughs> do I see this Dave Batista or do I see that Dave Batista? Or, or just go back and see. I Endgame. bet that one will land better. To be honest with you, yeah, that's gonna play. That's gonna play a lot. But honestly, that one did appeal to me personally. Like the trailer itself looked funny. Stuber? Yeah, no, the um, one where he's babysitting. Oh, okay, I haven't seen the trailer. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna see how long <coughs> we've been recording right. this. That's yeah. the one where every time they do the joke at the end, where it's like, "Oh my god, it looks like the wedding at the end of Shrek," while Dave Batista's yeah. dancing really awkwardly. Can't help but laugh. Oh, I haven't. Uh. It does a Shrek joke. I haven't seen the trailer. Yeah, yeah, I no, gotta watch it. All right, it's good. All right. Um, this has gone long enough. You guys want to move on? Sure. Well, what? What's one of your favorites? Well, I'm uh, Endgame, Rocket Man. Endgame. Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Yeah? yeah, that was mine. That was my favorite score of the summer. Nope, Who's that more? was my favorite. Besides Endgame. Being the best, my personal favorite was Godzilla King of the Monsters. Yeah, I freaking love it. Endgame and The Farewell might be my two favorites of the summer. I bet I would really like The Farewell. Yeah. I didn't yeah. get to see it. I yeah. love crying. Yeah, yeah. Fanny Sasha still is really good. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do a book club. <sighs> All right. Heck yeah. Goodbye, Summer. I don't know what the point of that topic was, but we did it. I love it. Hey. Hey, welcome to the Fake Nerd Comic Shop. Yeah, hi. Um, Do you have any books uh could you be a little bit more specific um anything readable all right then time now for our book club ben yes take it away yes my book club this week is none other than batman white knight written and drawn by sean murphy with matt hollingsworth which i believe he did the colors yep 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 yeah i'm trying to todd klein was the letterer yep and And both sean murphy and matt hollingsworth were cover art and original series covers yep there we go yep so this this book is um, I know uh, Brandon and Ryan and even Sparks were saying how you guys read the you guys bought the original issues. Right? I had not read this before this week. I think I, I'm the only person who, who was no, reading it. It, as was, it was coming it, out. You know what? It was you, Ryan. Ryan I bought you this were re- from issue one, baby. Yeah, you were reading it when it was coming out. You said how good it was. So uh, once it came out, of trade I was like, I need to get this. It's an Elseworlds story. It doesn't have anything to do with current this DC is the continuity. First black Label book. Yep. The and it was before Black Label existed. Yeah. It yep. got turned into one. Yep. And holy crap, this book is great. Basic storyline is the Joker goes sane. Not insane, he is sane. There's actually a story called Going Sane. There yeah. is? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. 
Yeah, I see. Uh, I this see. isn't the first time this idea has kind of happened. Yeah. Oh, really? Batman's been around 80 years. Well, there's a, well, there's that also that idea. First time that's happened like this. No, like, yes, yeah. of course. Yeah, yes. but there was also, I want to say, this is something I heard about um, where the Joker, where, like, Batman was presumed dead for three years, so the Joker became Joe Carr, like, C-A-R. Like, I, he yeah. lived a normal life for a few years, then Batman hunted him down, and he went crazy again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but this one is where, where the Joker goes sane, and he says, you know what? Batman is causing more problems for Gotham than he's solving. So the Joker um, tries to build a case to get Batman arrested by the GCPD. I love Gotham, and it's time I paid her back for the debt owed by the Joker. The city deserves better than you, better than the Joker, and better than a Dark Knight. So I'm going to be her white knight. Yeah. There's Jack even, Napier, which oh. is the name of Joker uh, from the 1989 from 19- Batman yeah, movie. There's a lot of references. To there multiple Batman multiple movies? Batman. Oh, yeah, yeah, this book is dope for using yeah. things that were in worse uh, pieces of fiction. Yeah. There, like, there's... um. I'm looking when at Mr. The Freeze shows up and he goes, I'm all out of ice puns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, good. There's, McGregor a, there's also a great... Uh, McGregor syndrome. Alfred even having McGregor's. That's from oh, Batman, yeah. Batman, 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 and Robin. Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin. Yep. There's also uh, this great page of uh, Joker in a cell at Arkham where he's surrounded by all of his Batman memorabilia, all the toys. There's uh, animated series toys. There's a scene of... The animated series Batmobile shows up in this book. Yeah. There's uh, there's a scene from 89 with Jack Nicholson and Michael Keaton. There's the Tumblr from frickin' The Dark Knight. Like they say, like there's a reason why we gave Batgirl the Tumblr. I like that. I like that Joker decides to take the pills. Like he, yeah. go, he went to that warehouse to be like, I'm going to prove to you that you're actually the problem mm-hmm. and I'm not. And mm-hmm. he like baits Batman to like shove a ton of pills into his ba- into his body. And then oh, mysteriously he's sane, crazy. Yeah, <laughs> Boy, it, yeah. It's so it's so and like how did that they know that was going to make him sane? Like how did he know about those? All these answers are answered by the end of the book. Yeah. Um, the Harley Quinn stuff. I think the two yeah, Harley Quinn stuff. The two Harley Quinn. Yeah. So I love how Sean Murphy, Sean Gordon Murphy, write, wrote wrote Harley Quinn in this book. Which yeah. one? The first one. Oh, no, 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 not the first one. The, the, the quote the unquote. The Honestly, one, both. Yeah, well, yeah, both of them. Because you get. Um, what am I going to try? You get the current kind of New 52 eyes yes. Harley Quinn. Yes, you and do. And then you get the classic Paul Dini, Bruce Tim mm-hmm. Harley Quinn. Yeah. And, uh, what it, and he uses that to be heartbreaking because he because Joker was like, so you left. Why didn't I notice? Yeah, I got this yeah. right here. Um, what happened to make you leave? What did I do? And she's like, you really don't remember? You were so easy to fall in love with. The most exciting man I ever met. I didn't feel like a, crim- a criminal. I just felt free. I didn't know if uh, if you even loved me. I didn't even care. Yeah. And that's that's like the, the toxic Joker Harley relationship stuff that people uh, clatch, uh, latch onto when, yeah. when they shouldn't. But this is like the reverse of that. Of like, no, I had to get out because I knew you were bad for yeah. me. And like, that's what I really love about these two Harleys. One of them loves the real Joker, the crazy Joker. And then this one sees the real man that he he, he can become. Yeah. Like she, the hero he can be. Like Harleen sees, like Harleen Quinzel, the, 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 quote, the original, the original yeah. Harley Quinn. She's, she sees the good in him. She sees Jack Napier. Whereas the Neo Joker, the second Harley, I love the Neo Joker. Yeah, <laughs> she just sees the crazy batshit one. That's what what she's into. She is into violence and crime, and she loves the Joker. I yeah. really kind of wish ob- they made great strides with that Harley Quinn in recent years. So it's n- mm-hmm. it's not the same character anymore. Yeah, but right. this character, this the second Harley Quinn was modeled after that Harley Quinn. That yeah. the two Harley. Yeah, Quinn. she's wearing very similar color scheme. Very yeah, similar hair. her her blonde, her hair is different. Her hairs. Yeah, um, she and has like the, the blue real one. when the real Harley Quinn shows up. And she's wearing the old Paul Dini costume. Yeah, the diamond outfit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I love. I I was ecstatic to see the classic Harley Quinn back. And the thing I love the most about this book is that it actually makes me think Batman is the true villain. Yeah. For Gotham City. For a long time, you think that. Oh, it is. 
it's great how it turns out. And obviously, there's that plot where Joker destroys his own, um, his own, his own library in uh, Backport. Yeah. And then you also see Bruce Wayne at a um, charity event with Barbara, and he's all like listening to this like rich snob who calls it Blackport as a derogatory word mm-hmm. or as a derogatory punches him in the face. Yeah, it's, it's Backport. Yeah, Pat punches him in the face. Where you can still see that Bruce is trying to be Batman. He's trying. He's obviously. At his what's end. Alfred, is Alfred dead at this point? Yeah. No. He punches him in the face because he finds out that they're financing oh, off they're of profiting yeah. off of Batman mm-hmm. zones yeah. Yeah. where he has uh, leveled and destroyed things. And because of that, they're like, this, these are the places where Batman fights. So the real estate is low and, and they turn the, profit off of yeah, it. Yeah, you get the reveal that they have a Batman relief fund. A Batman yeah. devastation, devastation fund. Yeah, fund. that's so good. Three million dollars to the city. Billion. Billion dollars to the yeah. city. It's insane. Um... Uh, Oh shoot! What was I gonna say? Oh yeah, Alfred. Uh, Alfred's whole thing. Alfred dies. Alfred's whole thing with the fact that Batman is more brutal mm-hmm. in this. He's like he even says he's lost his way, partially because he's upset that Alfred is dying and he mm-hmm. can't cure him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that change. That change comes from a real place. I really adore that. That oh. that happened. There's the change that, by the way, oh the, cha- the change that Jason Todd was the first Robin, yeah. not the second Robin, is awesome. I like that, and right. the, the reveal that. I know this is cutting to the end of the book. I mean, spoilers for this book. But it cuts to the end where um, Batman and Jack and Jack are in the Batmobile together. And he's like, tell me what happened to Robin. And the Joker like, won't let me know it. Yeah. He, he holds it over and me. He fi- and he finally figures out. He's like, yeah, he let him go. And he's like, Jason's alive. He's like, yeah, why didn't you come back to me? He's like, dude. Because that was worse. I yeah. love uh, throughout this book. No, uh, you're, you're missing the beat of that, though, which is that before Batman asked that, as he says, the last thing he said was, I wish I'd never met Bruce Wayne. He mm-hmm. boy. Yeah. Yeah. That's rough. That was. Yeah. That's why. That's why Batman shook after that. Yeah. And he, and like that's and like so the Joker knew that he was Bruce Wayne. He's like the Joker knew. Well, the Joker suspected. I always knew. Yeah. Like, well, he knew when he investigated the devastation fund. Right. I love that and scene. It all com- because so 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 Batman is it, do, it does start to get framed as a villain. You wonder like, oh, is this just a world where Batman is just the worst? But then you get like, no, the Batman devastation fund came from Wayne Enterprise employ uh, uh, holdings. Yeah. Like ba- Bruce Wayne was helping fund the city because he knows what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, he's just kind of dumb. The reveal that that Jack and Batman were actually on the same side was such a great twist to this book that I honestly didn't think they were going to go down. Ryan yeah. is dying. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, another part of the book that, that got me really well was the the reveal that Victor's father was a former Nazi. The fact that Victor's German. Yeah. He's a Nazi. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like, it's Victor Freeze. Freeze. Of course yeah. he's German. Are you okay, Ryan? I'm just choking. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't die. So Victor Freeze's dad was a Nazi. came came to the United States after the war. Yeah, and you think that oh, and, it's like uh, the, oh, were the Waynes Nazis? Yeah, were they Nazis? Yeah, Thomas and 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 him Martha. Some stuff together. Yeah, or Martha. Yeah, Tom, Thomas, Martha, and Victor's dad. And then <laughs> yes. Victor straight up says like, "I hated my dad. I hated him being a Nazi. I didn't want. I Thomas knew that we we can do some great things with this freezing technology. I I to heal like Victor's wife, Nora." Yeah. And even seeing her, you see her for in a panel, but she is out of her coma. She's out of her thing. She is walking around. But and they she, age, she's they yeah. age up. Yeah, which, which is cool. Oh. Yeah, when Mister Freeze, he's in his chamber and he's been locked away for like what, like seventy years or something? Seventy, 70 years. Or yeah, years. so like he ages that much instantly, and it's like, wow, that's really sad and spooky. And yeah. even when like Batman shows up and slaps the the stuff, the things on Victor's table, he's like, start. Talking the and se- then the, is the, like the secret. He finds the secret room. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, Neo Joker finds a secret room in the that he never knew in the uh, uh, in the mansion, and 
he basically finds the picture of them shaking hands with a Nazi. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yep. you need to tell me what happened. And I have to realize, no, my dad helped my um, Wayne helped my dad get out of the get out of Germany and stop fighting the Nazis. Like start fighting the Nazis with this freeze ray that's on the edge of Gotham City and under the, ger- the whole city under the German embassy of all places. That's insane. It is. Uh, Sean great. Gordon Murphy's. We've been talking about the we've been talking the about story. the story. Yeah, but Sean Gordon Murphy's art is incredible. He's been uh, I, he's been on this book on one of the book clubs many times. Yeah, yes. he did Chrono Nazi. He did uh, Tokyo Ghost. Yes, he did. Yeah. Um. um He's he is one Punk of the rock best Jesus. Batman artists. Punk rock Jesus, Punk thank rock, you. Yeah, he's one of the best Batman artists. Oh yeah, I would. De- I he love, draws vehicles like nothing. I love how Sean Gore movie draws Batman, especially how Batman's cape has a bit of a collar to mm-hmm. it. Very noir esque. I love how how Nightwing has a cape. How he has a jacket. A bit of a jacket. Um, yeah. Even Batgirl, she has little bat ears one coming my, out of her hair. One of my favorite Batgirl designs. Yes, and they've actually. They've actually kind of repurposed it a, a bit for main continuity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the bat. The I bat mean, the design. bat symbol itself. I mean, that's not that's not my favorite, but that's neither here nor there. That's not a problem. The art, like every time when he draws Jack, like when um, you can tell. I love how the Joker, like when he is the Joker, he has two different colored eyes, and his purple eye is in the shape of the, the bat shape symbol. Of the bat symbol. I love that. Yeah, that's really cool. I love how. He doesn't put the makeup on when he becomes Joker. His skin instantly turns white, and his hair instantly turns green. Yeah, like when he panel, starts, the panels where he turns into Joker mm-hmm. are really chill, chilling. Yeah, uh, the the way that he does when Jack is standing in a room sometimes, like the very first time we see Jack when he's defending his case, but his shadow is the Joker. Shadow, yeah. The Joker. He does that with Bruce Wayne. He too. does it with he Bruce does. too, where he does. the shadow is the bat. He does yeah. it with a couple of characters. I really like. When Poison uh, Ivy breaks, it's like, oh my god, hooligans! <laughs> yeah, uh, I really like uh, Jack Napier holding back the Joker yeah. throughout the thing, and then like he's in the car with Batman, and he's and Batman's like, I need the Joker, and he's like, dude, if you want the Joker, you can have him, but you're not gonna like him, and then he goes crazy, and I'm like, but Joker's oh, no. like, how about a one hour truce? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh like man, and he and he almost dies saving Harley. Uh-huh. Yeah, the Harley the Harley, Harley Joker, Batman stuff is good too. The Harley yeah. Batman stuff, but the Harley Joker relationship mm-hmm. is the heart of this book, and it is yeah. yes. Harley is the heart of the book. Yeah. Oh yeah. Honestly, we find out that she made the medicine. Yeah. yeah. Dude, there's we haven't even talked about like like uh, Joker's like uh, Jack's like plan. He uses Clayface and like he, mm-hmm. he, and he, he feeds and he, people Clayface. He feeds yeah. people Clayface, and then he uses the Mad Hatter's uh, uh, hat that controls people to, to control, control everyone who ate Clayface. So every villain in Gotham is under. Control yeah. and like that is so the crazy. Brain, the brain with the card sticking out of the brain. Oh, yeah. Jesus! Uh, I did such an awesome plan. Uh, and like, is this gonna kill Clayface? Like, I don't know. I have no clue. <laughs> oh, there's like, this great line when, when Clayface like escapes all the people. He's like, Joker. Yeah, yeah. They're like, Hey, I think he knows what you did. No shit. World's <laughs> greatest detective. Uh, my ass. Duke Thomas is in here. He's like a grown. I think he's like a grown-up version of of his normal like teenage yeah. character, who's the Signal, who's like one of Batman's newer sidekicks. Yeah. Um, oh, that's who that was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. he's he's been around for a couple years now. Um, but yeah, he includes uh, Sean Murphy includes everyone in this book. Um, and all his takes on the villains are really Except neat. For Tim. No Tim. No, oh, Tim okay. Tim. Okay. You know what I like about Duke Thomas? Mm. I also um so obviously Jack is running for a uh, city councilman, and I want to say in ish, in like part four, like issue four, issue three. three. It's early. Yeah, 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 it's pretty darn early. Like do um he, they're meeting Duke and they're doing their peaceful protest. Uh, Harvey Bullock instantly says, "Stay away from Duke. He's mine." Three issues later, hey, thanks for the help, partner. Yeah, no problem, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because because Jack's like, I want to repurpose. The Batman Devastation Fund to create the GTO, uh-huh. which is going to be police-run vigilante. Hell yeah, yeah. dude! Yeah. They all get a bunch of cool cars, and then they all get Batmobiles at the end. Yep. Yep. The GTO is such a cool so idea. So, oh. the most damning argument against Batman in this whole thing 
that I think carries over to the main books and you become, oh, why doesn't he do that? Is Batman could have helped arm the police to better confront the super criminals this entire time. Yep. Yeah. And once that argument is put out there, I'm like, oh, yeah, Batman kind of sucks. <laughs> he has to do it his own even, way. Even in the main comics now, mm-hmm. because he Batman himself by the end of the book admits like, you're right, I should have... I should have shared tech. Yeah. Like, I not just that. There's not a good reason. There's not a good reason why at least yeah. freaking Gordon isn't armed. And I think, At least yeah. one cop that he trusts should be armed with more than a basic gun. And yeah. that, once that argument was out there, I'm like, oh, I think all Batman comics are flawed now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it, there's a great thing at the very end of the comic is, is Batman reveals himself yeah, to he the takes, cops. And he's like, if we really want to trust each other... Uh, then I have to do yeah. this, and I'm like, this is a Harley, bold step. Harleen and Jack almost get married. Yeah. They, no, they, the Joker takes that over. is the most uh, heartbreaking. That that was the most emotional moment reading the comic for me is when it's the you turn the page and it's the Joker holding her for the I do, and she's horrified, yeah. and it's like, and the Neo Joker uh, smiles. Sucks, yeah. yeah. But God. even just just Joker saying, like, finally looking at Harley is like, I was a monster to you, and I want to change. Now, that, like, the Jack and Harleen stuff, that is, like, true relationship goals right there. Where she's like... And I love they bring back the fact, I, I knew exactly what you were. I was a psychiatrist, remember? Yeah, exactly. And even when she when like, when like Joker goes to Harley, not the the second one, with the ring and says, look, this is not this, that's not me. And then a rich classic Harley Quinn shows up, and she's like, apology accepted, and she's wearing the ring. I'm like... Oh shit! There are two Harleys this whole time. That's why uh, I heard about the two Harleys. I, I made that my profile thing. Yeah. As when when the Joker proposes to the first Harley and the other Harley kicks in, I'm like, this is super cool, and I made it my Facebook image for like a week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I know about the two Joker, so the two Harleys, and honestly, I think it was one is one of the best ideas this book brings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is the two Harleys, and I honestly wish it was in the main continuity. Yeah, yeah, when uh, yeah, because you don't like modern Harley. I don't like yeah. modern Harley. Uh, when Jack is proposing to the first Harley, he's like, "I want to be the version of you you always wanted," and I thought that was super, super, super sweet and like really true of like I've been a bad person. I really want to be the version you see, yeah. uh, and it turns out that maybe not. Yeah, yeah. Maybe and not. even later on, when uh, the pill stopped working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but even but well before that, when Harley's like, "Hey, is this deal still on the table?" He's like, "When she puts the ring on his finger and is like, I want to marry you." It was like. This is great. Yeah, it's great. Their I date mean, is so nice. It's so Cute. great. It's just so great. Love it. I, I also I love how um how Sean draw how Sean Murphy draws that Harley, especially for their date night. I just, um just everything about the art in it's this book. It's a little hot and steamy. Ooh, well, this not, is a black label well, book. Well, not just that, but also no bat dongs. No bat dongs. No bat dongs. Well, not only that, uh, he draws. Uh, now nah, I'm just gonna stop there. <laughs> okay. He draws. He draws. No, all, the, all the art is just yeah. stupid. I mean, it's good. it's this guy's a uh, known talent. Yeah. Um, the his cars are like next level good. He draws beautiful cars. All man. of these Batmobiles. Hell yeah! The interactions so between uh, Jack Joker and Batman are are excellent. Uh, Jack fist fights and beats Batman, and that's yeah. awesome. I believe it. Like, yeah. Even when he was training with Harley, and he's like, "Hey, not the face." He's like, "Do you think Batman's not gonna go for your face? Yeah, he's right. gonna go for your face, hun." Yeah. Yeah, I. Uh, his, his his cars are so nice. When Joker is in the car with him, he's like, "Oh, I've always wanted to be in here." Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we get we get the Tumbler, we get the 1966 Batmobile, we get the animated series Batmobile, we get the Tim Burton Batmobile, which is we, my favorite. They're all there. I'm and just we get his his Sean Gordon Murphy's new Batmobile design, one of the best, I think. Yeah, I really so dig good. that Batmobile design. And uh, this book did so well. Oh shit! 
Go oh, ahead. shit, sorry. Go ahead. When Gordon is driving the 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 89 Batmobile yeah. and they shoot the EMP uh-huh. yeah. is such an awesome sequence. Yeah. Gordon, so like, cool. I let this go on too long. I have to be the one to arrest yeah. him. Yeah. And because they're going to hit him with an EMP, so they, like, blind him and then yeah. they turn off all the lights and Gordon's been wearing this blindfold. Shit. That is my favorite sequence in the that book. That is so great. Yeah, that this looks really such a good sequence. No, when Nightwing says... I can steal one. And he steals the 89 Batmobile. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's just so that is, cool. That is such a good sequence. The uh, Again, this book did very well. So the sequel book is currently out right now, which I which I, I don't know. I think we're all picking up. You're picking up? I am picking up. I am, I'll, I'm, I'll wait for the trade. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trade waiting. No, that's as, fine. As well. So uh, in a year, we'll do the next book club. Yeah. yeah. I, got I picked up the book. first one all the way through, so I'm going to pick up this one. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. Um, but yes, White Knight, I, I knew I should have read this sooner. I'm glad I picked it up when I did. Just this be lucky it's a Batman book, so it was going to sell no matter Well, what. obviously it's, it is Batman, but also it's a Batman book that's different. Mm-hmm. It's a Batman... I mean, yes, I love the, n- the noir stories like um, Long Halloween. I love the, the, the action-packed ones like Hush. But this one where it's like, maybe Batman's not the greatest. Because everyone, ev- even the Casey Casuals... He even said, we lost our way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But all the Casey Casuals I talk to who claim to love Batman, they're like, Batman's the greatest because he's Batman. They put him so high on a pedestal and then you, we, we talk to other nerds and we're like, you know what? Batman's maybe not the greatest. I love how this book makes you think that maybe Batman isn't the greatest for Gotham. Maybe the Joker is right. How come Batman doesn't give all of his kick-ass technology well, to the police? The how come is, the, he... the Joker is right. Yeah. Like, the, the, the book answers, he <laughs> He's is right. right. Batman lost his way. Uh-huh. Batman was at once right, but now the Joker's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I, a, that's crazy. I like this book a lot. Yeah, Actually, and I love like the growth of Gordon having to come to terms. Oh with yes, that. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. Uh, just as a quick side note, um, I was talking to a friend of mine at work, and he was asking me what good comics to read. I told him about God Country by Donnie Cates, and I oh, also and I also mentioned this one as well because I feel like this is this is some it's an because it's an Elseworlds story. You don't have to. You just need to know the basics of Batman to get it, and you don't have to worry about like continuity or of all that other stuff. It's a good one and done. Yeah. But if you know continuity, it's got some nice little Easter eggs. It does. It really, really does. And also, it's got some like the Batmobile references. Actually, believe it or not, it like it caters to the movies more than the comics. Yeah. So if yeah. you know Batman and Robin very well, you you might dig this book. Yeah. Like I'm all out of ice puns. I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's I'm a joke. I'm all out of ice puns. Yeah, I would yeah. love Hell to see book. this. In it Victor Freeze helps save the world. Mm-hmm. You know what? Oh my God! Alfred's death. Oh, Alfred's death is His so heartbreaking. Note. Alfred's letter. The Alfred's letter, letter almost got so me. So because Ooh. Batman, Batman's like beaten to a pulp, and he's like, and he's like on the floor, and Alfred wakes up because he's got McGregor syndrome, um, which is the which is the disease that Nora is dying from, mm-hmm. um, and it's so rare. And Victor's trying to cure it with Bruce, and uh, uh, and so uh, Bruce wakes up having the IV in him to like help to like help save him, and Alfred is just dead on the chair next to him. Yep. Jesus, guys. That's rough. Heartbreaking. Uh, Jesus. Also, I love when uh, Victor Freeze figures out who Batgirl is. Oh, yeah. So and I'm assuming you're his assistant that was there. <laughs> and he, she's like, oh, crap, I'm still in my costume. He's like, don't worry. I know who Mr. Wayne is. You're safe. Yeah. But, He's a cool guy. Um, was, I would love to see this. Because Alfred at, told him his secret identity. Oh, my God. I would love to see this book. Uh, adapted into an animated film, not with the current new fifty-two. Not with the current. No, no, no. That's the. I'll, that's I'll, my only. I'll tell you flat out. I don't. You don't. No. Uh, I don't. I don't think that. I. I don't think that even with a good team behind it, they won't adapt this art style. Yeah. So I don't want to see it. Okay. Yeah. I'm with them. Unless okay. you're unless you're going to recreate this art style really well, let's which let's be honest, they'd have to put some serious money into do. Oh yeah. For animation, they'd have to do it differently than they do their anime films. I don't need it. 
I'd rather just have this. Book. Have you watched okay. like the last, like all of the most recent DC movies? I will say real quick though that reading this, there was a voice that I heard for Jack and Joker that I didn't expect to hear in my head. Who was James it? And the voice was Alan Tudyk. <gasps> Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Alan Tudyk, Joker in the New Harley Quinn series. Mm. Alan Tudyk. Oh! Alan Tudyk bouncing bouncing between Jack Napier and Joker. I could hear really well. Yeah. Okay. I'm into it. All right. I can dig that. I'm into yeah, it because he could do crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. he can do pl- like what Jack is too. Yeah. I'm into in that. a sincere and different way. Yeah. Hmm. Hey guys, read this book. It's awesome. It is. Yeah, awesome. it is. It truly is. All right, so that'll be it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rye, rye. It's me. It's your book club next week. So I don't do enough DC books because I'm a big fat Marvel shill, despite having two DC comic tattoos. Uh, And uh, Doomsday Clock is coming to an end soon, and Bendis is relaunching the Legion of Superheroes. So I decided to do Bing Bong, Superman, and the Legion of Superheroes, written by Jeff Johns, with art by Gary Frank. This book came out in 2007. Uh, Jeff Johns, Gary Frank book. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it nice to have a book that's on schedule like this book was? Uh, (laughs) Long live the Legion, guys. This book is great. We're going to read it. Awesome. Hell yeah. That's right. it. Sounds good. I'm assuming there's Legion stuff in Doomsday Clock 11, like hardcore. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Because they've been they've been teasing a lot of <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 All right. Cool. So there you go. Um, uh, let's see. Next week, Ad Astra. Oh yeah. My God, yes. So we're going to be doing a review of Ad Please Astra. Please be good. I hope so. Um, all right. We got a YouTube page. A lot of cool stuff up on our YouTube on that YouTube page. Uh, Basement Arcade is still going along. We got some more Basement Arcades coming. Mm-hmm. Forever. Um, fake Nerd Watch coming back soon? Yeah, Fake Nerd Watch back next week. Next week? Hell nice. yeah, baby. Nice. nice. Um, it's looking dark. Dark Crystal, right? Yes. Yes. So stay tuned for that. Mm. Link for that is in the description. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we had to um, he's in it a lot, I hope. He's in it more yep. than I thought already. Yep. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Do you uh, want to know who plays him? In the sure. TV show, this has a ridiculous cast. By the it's way, it's the best oh cast. The TV it's show so has insane. an insane cast. You should look at it. I know Taron Egerton's in it. Yeah, there's a lot of people in it. Um, yeah. The voice of the the mm. new Chamberlain is Simon Pegg. Nice. Yeah. That's so great. he's doing them. Literally every character in that show is a famous person. Yeah, wow. it's crazy. Every every single one, and like more famous than you'd anticipate. Yeah, that's great. Um, all right, so the link is, link for that is in the description. Subscribe. We want 100 subscribers, so we can change that name. That's all. Let's get um, us to 100, baby. Also coming up, guys, watch this space. Uh, an exciting development is coming your way. Oh, oh, tease. Watch what space? This space. This space. Like the, the space couch that, that we're on. No, the space that we occupy. Watch this episode, episode one hundred and sixty. It will be updated. No. Oh, is this? Are you destroying my author- authorial intent? <laughs> no. The space that we occupy in people's minds. Got it. Watch it. What? W- Keep a close eye. Keep on a our close Twitter. eye on the fake nerds. Keep a close eye on the Twitter and Facebook feeds, or not Facebook, on the Instagram things. You can find me we on Facebook. Oh, and and face and Facebook too, because things may be coming. Keep an eye out. Keep a weather eye on that horizon. Open you never your know third what's coming eye. Up. Trigon is watching. His six eyes. I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Neither do we. Zebra <laughs> <laughs> <See your> pants. <laughs> Uh, YouTube link description. Funko, uh, we have a Funko affiliate. Uh, use promo code SHOP10 when you check out at the Funko website. you got to click the link in the description for that. 10% off for purchase there. Yeah, yeah. We have a Patreon. We have a Tee Public. Guys, All every, t- every time we hear from you, every time you talk to us, every time, it's the same thing. Every time you listen and subscribe and whatever, that all helps us. Communicate all, with us. Talk to that us. That is all so wonderful and we, can't, we cannot thank you, any, everyone enough. Uh, however, you want to go that extra mile, we got the Patreon link in the description. Mm-hmm. We got the T Public link in the description. Uh, T Public's got Basement Arcade merch. Hell yeah! Fake Nerd merch, Suburban Proctologist merch, Miscellaneous merch. Oh yeah! Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Don't merch. do it. 
That's uh, it. The eight bit merch. Oh yeah, the sweet, the sweetest yeah, shirt. The yep. sweet, sweet, the sweet shirt. Multiple fake nerd shirts. Yeah, got a lot of cool stuff there. Uh, and Patreon, we got two tiers. We got the five dollar mm-hmm. tier, uh, which gets you some cool stuff. Uh, I'm actually thinking about uh, maybe. St- I'm. I'll just say whatever because like I don't care. But I may start a, a newsletter. I don't know how to do that yet. I don't know what a newsletter is. It's just like people will get an email with, with everything we're doing. Okay. Mm, so like you know, I might do that. Hey man, get 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 us out there. Yeah. Um, and then ship in a bottle. The ship in a bottle here, which is my <laughs> favorite thing ever. <laughs> Mike Madola loves it. Um, oh, isn't there also the six hundred dollar tier to get Ryan a swamp thing? Is she one? No, that's a Patreon goal. Oh, it's a Patreon goal. <laughs> Sorry. Goal. Okay, gotcha. All right. So thank you to everyone who listens. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you to Jeremy Vellucci. Thanks, Jeremy. Uh, for our theme music, interim music coming soon. I just t- I just spoke to him about it. New stuff. Awesome yes. stuff. Several Proctologist is his podcast. He has merch on our on our um, T public page. I just said it. Um, uh, you can find him at Jeremy Vellucci Keyboards or his show on iTunes. Or other places, facebook.com slash suburbanproctologistofficial, Instagram at subproctpodcast. Thank you to Mike Matola, uh, wonderful collaborator, wonderful friend, Mike Matola. Uh, just started work on his next poster. Oh, Ooh, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's this? What's this? What's this? What's this? There's color everywhere. It's a nightmare, nightmare before Christmas. I want it so bad. Yeah. Oh, my I, gosh. Hey, you know what? That's you great. may have a chance to oh. get one. Oh, oh my God. As we all know, Mike's we'll see, Impossible ben. Trivia Challenge. I will watch Boy. that movie 100 times in a row. Bitch, I'll watch that movie 200 times in a row. Oh Bring it. Oh, gosh. We'll see, I'll ben. watch it 300 times in a row. I'll one of every one of you mother effers. Ben, I only had to watch Raiders once to beat you. Shoot. kaplow. Taste it. Is it sweet? You have no idea. <laughs> what kind of fire you just lit, Sparks? Yeah, where are your emblems at? <laughs> Sparks is going to watch it 301 times. Oh, I, man. I, again, I'll watch it once. Just once is enough. No, I saw his Instagram post, and I was listening to the freaking soundtrack and reciting the damn thing word for word and thinking what was going to be part of his questions. Hashtag humble That's adorable. Didn't help. <laughs> You're adorable. <laughs> I will beat you in this. You could find him at Mike Matola. <laughs> I feel this is like an anime showdown waiting to happen. We haven't, we haven't officially we haven't officially talked to him about having another impossible trivia challenge. No, we haven't. So don't get ahead of yourself. You're right. You're it, right. It's I, not really about an if, just a win. Yeah, really. It's just a win. Just a win. <laughs> you can get involved with us at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at Fake Nerd Podcast, FakeNerdGuys at gmail.com. If you'd like to get in touch with us personally, I'm at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter, Sparks. I'm Sparks Witty on Instagram, S-P-A-R-K-Z Witty. Ryan. I'm DJ Tony Snark at everything. Ben. I am Ben Magnet27 on Instagram and Twitter. You can also find me writing for OldSchoolGamerMagazine.com. My newest article is going to be up later tonight or early tomorrow, and it's about why I believe that Pokemon Gold and Silver and Crystal is the best Pokemon sequel ever made. Well, that's a hot take. It is. I'll, I'll try if if you get it out in time. I'll try and link. I will. I'll let you know when it yeah. when it's done and it up. I might if it's like tomorrow. I might just forget. So I'm I'll, sorry. I'll I'll text you, buddy. No worries. <laughs> okay. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Rate and review wherever you get us. Seriously, guys, rating and reviewing it helps so much. Yes, it, it does. does. Uh, downright nice. nerdy. I know you haven't rated us. I'm calling you out. Oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm, I have to go rate them now before I they rate us stuff. I need to. I need to. Actually, I need <laughs> no, to. Do, where are the buffoons? I've, I've I've definitely rated and reviewed them. <laughs> I am Boo Boo the fool. <laughs> I am Boo Boo the fool. Actually, I kept telling them every time I listened to their show, I was like, man, I need to. I need to give these guys a five star. Holy five crap. stars! I'm doing it right the second. Sparks said he has 
I have. Yeah. I did right. it a long, long time ago. All right, downright we nerdy. We can't ask for it and not also offer it to the people we admire. I'm literally yeah. doing it right now. All right, now. downright nerdy. Yes. Well, let's have you listen to this. We have all reviewed your show. <laughs> Review ours. You hear it? You hear it, Michael? <laughs> do you hear it? Michael Riley, do you hear us? Oh, my God. Oh, uh, they're good people. <laughs> they are. They're great people. Stay fake, nerds. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, go. Go on. Oh, uh, I was just going to say, I was going to give a little shout out to Turbo Comics because I opened up my Instagram to see if I had enough followers to warrant Twitter yet. I don't. I actually lost somebody. (laughs) 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 Whatever I said, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, But when I did that, Turbo Comics had liked a crap ton of my photos. So, hey, thanks, Turbo Comics. Yay, Turbo Comics. Yay. Five five stars. Downright nerdy. You just got it, baby. Stay fit, dudes. (laughs) We're still going? calling it guys worst episode ever <laughs>